evening, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic night of Fandom Access. I am your ever-faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. Big show tonight. Two of everything. Five shows. Arc, Quantum Leap, Picard, Mandalorian, Last of Us finale. And let me say hello to my co-host, Karen. How are we tonight? Or hello. Jamie. Hello. Yeah, Jamie. <laughs> well, I've, I'm, I'm I getting miss, ahead. I'm, I'm hoping my Sedgen wrote. I just messaged you guys in case I have to leave early. But so far, the excitement is working. As long as it, it continues to work and it doesn't get worse, I'm okay. But I'm awake this time, too, unlike last week. <laughs> that was you know, it was bad. Yes, we, apolo- we, my- we apologize for Jamie yes, sleeping last week. That was 100% my fault. My my uh, mom went to bed at like 11 o'clock and she said something to me and I'm like, what time is it? And then you must have been like, oh, shit. <laughs> I completely, completely slept through the whole thing. So I am sorry. Well, that we'll make up for this week. <laughs> yeah, and, that was my fault. And hello, Karen. Welcome back from your... Your trip. Your vacation. How was your cruise? Hi, guys. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. We had one, like, uh, bad day where, like, the sea was too rough, and we couldn't, um, we were supposed to take, like, a boat, a little boat over to this island to go to the beach, and we couldn't, so we just had to, like, stay at sea all day. Um, but, you know, a cruise should be, like, a massive floating hotel with, like, tons of restaurants and bars and a casino and, you know. Uh, yeah, so, whatever. It was fine. It was good. Oh. The weather was nice. Uh, uh, it was great. So it's good to be back, right. though, and talk to you guys. Nice to be here. Well, welcome back. And of course, there's yeah, I there's no regular, there's no TV on a cruise ship, so I had to well, watch a ton of TV for the last two days. Right, and like we said, we missed last week because Jamie woke up after the podcast was would have been over. <laughs> so, <laughs> whoops. Yeah, my, that's what I said. My mom like was going to bed at like eleven o'clock and said something to me, and I was on the couch and I'm like, "What time is it?" And then I saw you, that AJ had messaged me. I'm like, "Oh god, I missed the whole thing." Oh so, no, that was a boo boo. Oh well, <laughs> but all right, we're well, almost there anyway. We're so we just, now. yeah, we're gonna. I didn't miss anything. You didn't miss anything other than you had to catch up on yeah. your TV watching. All right, so let's. Uh, Get rocking and rolling. What do you say we start with the arc and get that out of the way? Because that's quick. Okay. All righty. I was Why trying to read that cap really quick to remember what happened. Um, I've seen eight now, but I, I've seen them so long ago. Uh, honestly, they all run together, so I'm not. I don't know how much help I'm going to be. But if you guys tell me what happens, I can talk talk about what all right, you say. So. Last week's episode, the big thing was they found out that Alicia's boyfriend was uh, the one that killed the other guy. And he did he it the killer. because, yeah, he did it. And yeah, they figured it out because he was the only, he could hotwire stuff and, and pick the locks. Oh, yeah. So that's how they figured it out. Um and the whole reason behind it is because his mission, his secret mission that he had with that uh, other commander or lieutenant or whoever the hell she was, um, William Trust is alive, and he's in a pod in a secret room that now Lane is like knows about. And you know, you know, you know what? The first thing I thought of Karen when, I, when that whole thing was happening 
I thought those who must be kept. <laughs> so uh, I had to like remind yeah. myself. He he's the guy who like basically the arc thing was his plan. He's the guy who created the idea yeah. of the the arc, yeah. right? Yeah, he created the, he created the arc. Yeah. But then he kind of went crazy. And um, yeah, and I get the feeling the reason he's he's he wasn't supposed to be on the arc until arc five, and I get the feeling the reason he's on the first arc is because they weren't going to make it to Arc 5 before the Earth went goodbye. So I think that's why he stood away on the first one. Wait, say so that again? Didn't why? Cause the Earth, because the Earth is going to die sooner like, than... He was, like, in, in the most recent episode, we see the flashback of his press conference or whatever, talking about the Arc and everything, and how they're going to be on the fifth Arc. Mm-hmm. And here they are on the first Arc, and I I think it's because the earth didn't have as long to live as they thought it did. And he realized Uh that. So he hid away on the first arc. So people think he's hard at work, you know, saving the planet. And he already hightailed it and ran because I have a feeling the earth is already dead. I'm trying to remember. That was one of my theories. I think my other theory, and I'm not saying what theory is right or wrong, but I think my other theory was that I wondered if they never even made the other arcs, all of them. Well, that's like what I'm saying. Had... I don't think they did. Well, that's because kind of, I think you realize they didn't have time. So it's kind of, yeah, it's all right, connected. But... Um, my problem with this episode so they, is, case, once again, yeah, go ahead. In that case, they would believe they're going on ahead to find a new colony for Earth, but in fact, they are the last survivors of the Earth. Yeah. Potentially, yeah. If your, tr- if your, thing is, if your theory is correct. You know, and and now as you you know this 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 show every week it's it's kind of it, it's it's got the same format every week. Conveniently this week, you know, there was a suicide mission, and the, you know the guy that Alicia's boyfriend I don't know what his name is, and I know he's not her boyfriend really, Trent. but Trent? they were hooked. Trent. Okay, Trent? I'll take your word for it. Trent. Trent, or Trent. Trevor, sure, why not? That guy. Trump. He. Uh, I just watched it like. Four hours ago, I already yeah. forgot his name. He 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 volunteered for I'm the suicide mission because, name, so I can't. <laughs> you know, he volunteered for the suicide mission was just oh so convenient because <laughs> he figured you know they're gonna kill me anyway. I might as well die doing something good. Yeah, and and then and then I think uh, and then the end of it was um, he told. The horrible second in command Lane. guy, whose name I also can't remember, Lane. Uh, he told yeah, Lane, Lane. Lane, and now he, I guess, is taking up the mission to protect yeah. uh, Professor Trask. Not Trask. Trask. <laughs> Whatever his name is. Trask. 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 I think. Anyway, um, I do remember thinking it's a very bad idea that he's keeping it from them, and that you know this is going to go sideways. I remember thinking that. Well, of course it is. Yeah, um, I, I you know I did like I like I said before I I did enjoy this show what I've seen so far and I do definitely think seeing it at once made a big well in two two pieces because I think got the second four made a difference but after listening to you guys like when I seen the second group of them you do start to realize that it's it is kind of the same thing every week something goes wrong everybody's going to die now we have to find smart scientist people to fix it that. They need to like mix it up a little. Not bit even more. smart scientist people. Not even smart well, scientist people. The, the, the two, the two kids, Alicia and the wonder, uh, farm the boy there. Twins. 
Well, yeah, they, they solve it every week. I mean, in, in this week's episode, they solved it again. They made a, an early detection system for that thing that, wrote, you know, that hit the outside of their ship, you know. Yeah. Um, I would like to see something a little, I, little different. Yeah, one thing I like that whoops, one thing that I like that you know, that they finally, you know I mean, I guess they've been kind of okay with advancing stuff, like we found out that uh, the female lieutenant, we found out she's a clone um, this week we find out that the Irish guy is, uh, or Scottish guy is uh He's got some kind of incurable disease, which is why he's kind of always you know. off, you know, he's, he's always, you know, volunteering for suicide missions. Um, and that's also why he's being a pilot, too. Right, yeah, obviously. Um, and I kind of like, a- Ava's kind of helping out, too. Like, it's, it's they're kind of slowly, Ava's kind of solving things, too. And I, I like her brash attitude. I like you. You know? It's like she has she has an idea, and people are like, "Oh, I don't know, that's kind of risky." And she's like, "Okay, let's well, either that or die." And people are like, "Okay, let's go with Ava's idea." <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's wow. turning into like a another like key command person. Um, and I like her. I like her character. She's all right, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they finally get some food in this one. Some regular food. Oh yeah, I forgot about their their little teeny tiny bit of food. Yeah, their their first their first harvest. Yeah. Oh, they did. I don't remember that. that. Yeah, that Um, that little potato when they the unveiling in the mess hall. Yeah, it was like a big because they've been eating like Jetson food and now they got like actual food, but like a tiny bit. Actual potato. Yeah. For lack of. they are sort of moving things along. Um, I, you know, we seem to maybe have gotten past now the um, the whole clone thing. Like, what's up with uh, what's her name? The girl who's the clone. That seems to maybe we've moved on now to this like other mystery. Um, I feel like like maybe like the first act is over with the murder and all that, and now we're moving into this like secret bodies in the cryo bay or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Lane continues to be the worst. I did really enjoy that there were like a bunch of characters kind of put him in his place this week when the doctor was really mad at him for stealing the medical records. Yeah. And she she made that crack about his ego. Um uh and I, somebody else, a couple people like put him in his place this week. I think Cat might have also. Um you know, I don't think it's really going to Cat also said something when when Curly comes in and sits down for Erica, is that her, what's her name? Um, I don't know. The captain? Garnet. The, the captain. The one? Garnet. 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 She comes in and sits down for, like, some therapy with Kat. Uh, and she says, I'm not going to blow. And Kat says, you know, Lane is very emotional. If anybody who's going to blow, it's him. And I was like, oh, giant foreshadowing just entered the room. You know, we'll, I guess we're going to see. And that, that could be fun and interesting. Um Maybe. Uh, I don't love to hate him yet. I just hate him. Right now I hate him. Maybe up by the end of the season I'll get to the point where he's a character that you love to hate, you know? Kind of like I'm starting to feel about the captain on Picard. He's a jerk, but you kind of love to hate him. Lane, I guess. Um, Speaking of that, but we'll get to that. Um, I, um, I feel 
like maybe part of the problem of this show is, and, and granted, other shows do do this, like lots. I'm not saying they can't do it, but I think that there's too big of a main cast on this show. Like, we're not getting enough character yeah. development because they're kind of flipping back and forth a little too much, I feel like, maybe. Do you feel mm-hmm. like that? I don't know. So, yeah, I think... No, I just don't not... care about most of them. I just don't care. Right, but I'm saying, I feel like maybe <laughs> if there was less main cast, they could devote more to character building. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it would still be the same. I mean, I you, know. you know, I mean, you could have you could have a point there, but my thing is, I feel like it's just, it's the same formula every single episode. It is. It and is. it's not even like they, know, they, they, it's not even like they have a... It's not even, yeah, it's, it's not even like they have a problem and they find somebody to solve it. Every week they have a problem, and Aisha and Farm Boy f- solve it. it it's well, just that every week. To be fair, they're kind of on a spaceship, so they can't necessarily find new people every week. But you're so on I a spaceship your- with a hundred. But but you still know, have like, like, a, like what is it? Like a hundred. That's no, true. No, I think they started with four. No, they started with four hundred. They have like a hundred and fifty left. But there's still 150 people. Yeah, we focus right. on the literally the saviors of every episode are literally the same two people. You know the main, True, you know the main cast. They kind of, you know, they throw some ideas in there here and there, and Ava is kind of helping out more and more each week. But for the most part, it's either something that those two do or say that is very imminent to everything. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, this week they they make the uh, early detection system, and then they take out the the away ship and fly towards the planet early to make sure that it's safe. And, you know, they fly around the planet like, oh, there's a ship out here, which not really a surprise. So. You know, I, I didn't really mind. They were less part of the, I mean, so them, like, figuring out the early warning system was like a side story. And it didn't really bother me as much as, you know, uh, how, you know, week after week they were the main savers of the day. And, and you know, they didn't, although Alicia, Alicia did. Um, yeah solved the murder, basically. Motormouth solved the murder. Um, I mean, she, you know, did she solve it? I don't know. She had the major clue to it. Well, um, that was that was a group effort because they, yeah. um, the, they the security all... guy, the security guy traced it back to her tablet. Actually, it was a security woman. Traced it back to her tablet. They knew it wasn't hers, and they made a show of it. And then she's like, oh, my God, I know who it was because I left my tablet alone with him. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I know. That <laughs> yeah, yeah, I liked it, um, and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't just like one of the two child geniuses coming up with it. But I mean, a couple of good points made that on the one hand they have two larger main cast, on the other hand, do they not have enough people because it's the same people saving the day every week, and yet they appear, they kill people like every week, people get killed, uh, people get Which murdered, people get irradiated. People get like people. A lot of people die on this show, not including the 300 that died off screen in the first episode. Yeah. Um, it is. Uh, I, I you know, to, to, I'll say to Jamie, it is a little better. It is like incrementally better. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely gotten a little bit better. Not great, but it's better. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, I don't, I don't know why I can take, I, I, I can't take multiple seasons of the Wonder Twins. Uh, nah. <laughs> so <laughs> they need to, um, yeah. 
especially Alicia. She needs they need to maybe get a grow her out of her uh her motor mouth affectation there. Yeah. Maybe she can get a little more Something. confident. It's a nervous habit, right? Maybe she as she gets a little more confident in her job, she will start to tone that down a little bit. Could actually be like a character thing. Yeah. So all right. Um you wanna do quantum leap next? Oh, uh, you want to hold Last one. of Us, don't you? Okay. Qu- quantum, yeah. Two, oh, wait, God, two Quantum yeah. Leaps, it was... Quantum Leap was... We didn't do did we? <laughs> we'll do the two Quantum Leaps. That was two uh, arcs. We, we just kind of glommed the two was, arcs together two arcs. into we, one, really. Yeah, we oh, kind of... Okay, well, yeah, we kind of glommed them together. Did we miss... Did we miss something, Jamie? No, no, just since I can't separate them. No, because she can't separate them. Yeah, oh, I just okay. remember. So she seemed to like episode ten. I, yeah, I missed okay. it. No, I, I think to eight. So I'm, I'm not that far ahead of you. Um, all right. All right. Well, yeah. Let's. So Quantum Leap is obviously this week was one with Jen. What was? Remind me what was yeah. the week? What was well, last week? Uh, so, so Brandon. Last, last week was, was a battleship. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Ba- okay. That, well, last week I figured. Well, I think both of them were good, but I figured last week you guys would like more because. Um, you were, well, we're all, I mean, me too, are always saying that, like, there's not enough stakes, you know, so at least this was, like, kind of big stakes. There might have been a World, World War Three if they screwed it up too bad. So that's kind of important. Yeah, that had, like, that had big, that had small stakes and huge stakes. Mm-hmm. And then the yeah. second episode was with, uh, with, the, when he uh, played Jen. the public defender. Yeah. And um, for the yeah. first one, I talked to Caitlin, I was suppo- who plays uh, Addison. I was supposed to talk to Brandon Ruth as well, but he had, I guess he had to go film. I don't know, like right before my interview, they kind of changed the time and it got mess- messed up and he couldn't do it. So I talked to Caitlin, that's up. And then um, for the one that was on yesterday, um, I talked to uh, Anrisa, who plays Jen, which, which was a cool interview. I liked that one too. So, but anyway. I just wanted to mention that in case people want to watch them. They're both up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, and also, the other thing that's interesting, for forget, they filmed that, the first one we're talking about, they filmed that on a, ba- a part of it on a real battleship. Because oh. I was, because <laughs> I asked them, like, yeah. you know, because I didn't know. I'm like, kind of like, that was sort of what I was getting at. And I started to ask about, you know, how they did it. It's like, oh, no, we were, part of it was on a real ship. So that was pretty cool um, and definitely made it, uh you know, easier, I think, for them to, to get into into it. But um, I think that it was nice we got more um, more backstory on her. And I do like Brandon Ruth. I think he was good in it. And I think it would be cool if he came back, like, maybe to play him in present time or something. I mean, they'd have to age him, but. Well, like, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. He's, he's a little young to play your father. But, um, but yeah. It was it was a good episode. I liked it. Uh, AJ. Um, yeah, no, I liked it too. Um, it was you know it was a pretty good episode. Um, I felt like Ben actually had something to do for a change, as opposed to being what to you know told what to do. Like he had to figure out he had to do math, which he's really good at. <laughs> um, you know, I like the fact just, that it wasn't. It wasn't just them telling him, just, him go do this. He actually, yeah. Yeah. 
And, and I like the that. fact, and I like the fact that um, when when he was talking to her towards the beginning, she's like, "All right, you need to like walk around the ship and stop talking to me because you're in the military, <laughs> and that will not be a good look." <laughs> so I'm glad mm-hmm. they addressed that issue of talking, looking mm-hmm. like you're talking to yourself all again. Um, yeah, I mean, this was I, I like you know I, I thought the uh, real world stuff was good too with you know. With uh, Magic having the friend in the Chinese Navy, um, it all retired, and you know, so they were able to have a little bit of information, and yeah, you know, and we have, and again, and once again, we have Martinez show up at the end, who actually oh, yeah. turns out was helping him avoid World War Four, like they were working together, and Martinez World War III, knew. AJ, not, World War III. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I think. What, what have you? Where have you been? <laughs> well, and <laughs> I can't talk about it. I mean, I know I'm bad. <laughs> I was just. I was. That was no, just a slip of the tongue. Yeah, I know. I'm just teasing. Um, you know, yeah, that whole thing with Martinez was kind of weird at the end. There, they they both seemed kind of uh, confused on what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't so. Two things there. I, I really liked how they had to keep paying each other a dollar every time they said Leap or X. And, they, uh, you know, I felt like it was like, that like was they were kind of yeah. in on the joke. No, oh, that was yeah, this week. But they were kind of – oh, that was post-Martinez, yeah, um, the Leap or X thing. Um, you know, it was kind of – so it was unclear. If, so Martinez knew that Ben was Rossi, but Rossi didn't know – Ben didn't know that Martinez was Winters, right? Like, right. Like, yeah. Well, Martinez knew that Ben was aboard. I, I could be wrong. I, maybe I took this wrong. See how you guys. But they, he didn't see him through the whole thing. He only talked to him over they, the radio. They never saw each other. Yeah, but somehow he. Right. So once he saw him, he saw him as himself. It was just they hadn't seen each other, right? That was how I took it. It was only because no, he hadn't but, seen what he looked like. Or maybe I. No, I'm but misremembering. They, no, but see, that's a, that's a question. They see each other as themselves, not as the body they're inheriting. And really, how is right. that possible? That's not really possible, right? Because it's a sci-fi oh, yeah. show. <laughs> yeah. Or, no, I mean, well, I think no, I, no. They actually explained that. They explained that when he saw Martinez for the first time. They explained it because he's also a leaper, and they're using the same technology. That's why he can see him. But it's like the same no, reason I, that any. Any, same reason anybody in the imaging chamber sees Ben as Ben and not as that person. It's because it's all because of yeah. the wavelengths or radio radio waves or whatever whatever it is scientific whatever. thing they use. That's that's why they can yeah. see each other. Oh, okay. Even though they're not in the image, well, uh, technically they're in right, the but because chamber because technically, yeah, kind well, of, technically they're a prob- they're using. As far as they know, they're using they're using the same science. They're using they might even be using the same machine for all they know. Yeah, yeah. Just at different times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they but, that but, first time around. But anyway. But it seemed to me that Martinez knew all along that it wasn't like at first. It seems he knew all along it was Ben. Yeah. I, yeah, I got I, that impression too. He has information, uh, so. And it seems like when Ben crosses paths with him, is it by accident? Like, because he doesn't see Martinez every leap. He only sees him every now and then, right? So is it crossing paths? 
or is it like his intentional path is not to follow Martinez exactly, or is Martinez following Ben? Like it's not really clear any of that yet, right? Um, yeah, no, none of that's clear yet. But you know, Winters is like, "Thanks for helping me," and and uh, or Martinez is like, "Thanks for helping me," and Ben says, "Thanks for helping me." Uh, and he's like, you know, "There was some question of who was helping he's who." Like, I'm I forget how. The, I forget how the conversation goes, but at the end, Martinez says, "And that's why I'm going to win." And Ben doesn't even know what game he's playing. Right. Yeah. Um, although he remembered magic in, is it the next episode that he remembers magic when he plays it's the, in the um, next episode, I actually, yeah. I actually kind of like that episode, yeah, the episode even better. I like that episode better, I think. Um, partly because I like that they actually, like, had Ben in women's clothes the entire time, and he actually, yeah. like – was struggling to walk. He always looked so like he couldn't walk in heels, right? Like he really yeah. looked very awkward and he just had like the mannerisms of a guy. In, like it was a little more, they still didn't really play it up that much. Um, they didn't play it up that much being a woman in 1985. Right. But um, I liked that there was a little more, you know, I don't know. A little more to it, yeah. No, I I understand. I agree. More to it. And he wore those um, he wore those earrings through the whole episode, and yeah, yeah. Um, you know what I also liked about this episode was, is I think this is the first time that this has happened, and I've been waiting for something like this to happen where Jen, you know, once they get a little bit, you know, as they're progressing through the case, Jen's like, hey, um, he should take Ziggy says he should take this deal and only do, you know. And he'll only do four years, and then he gets out, and he takes his grandmother and his brother away, and it takes a couple of years, but they get on their feet, and they're, you know, they have a good life. And Ben's like, no, he's like, he's innocent. I'm not going to do that. You know, this is the first time that he's been told what Ziggy it. said, and Ben, and ben yeah. was like, no, I'm not listening to Ziggy on this one. I'm gonna, I'm going to do what's right. Yeah, I like. That. Yeah, so I, I, I like. That was a those, first. I like. I, yeah, that was that was one thing I always liked of the original Quantum Leap was when when Sam went against Ziggy, um, and said no, Ziggy hasn't gone far enough with it, or Ziggy's wrong, I'm doing this, and so I liked that Ben did that finally. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and we found out more about some more about Jen in this episode, uh, which we did not know before that Jen had been arrested as a hacker and been on trial <laughs> for whatever, you know, we don't know the specifics of her, what she did, Some of that but we did not know that before. Because didn't magic, we knew that something? I can't remember. We knew that magic, we knew that magic gave her a second chance and brought her in to the project, but we didn't know the specifics behind it. Now we kind of right. have a clearer picture. Right. And now we have a precedent for, like, the best person getting in the chamber, whether it's Addison or not, right? Mm. Um, I kind of like that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was pretty cool because it was just we'll see, like, we'll see how it plays out week to week, but I kind of like that. It worked this week. I mean, I kind of yeah, like it, too, if they're going to – all the time. Like, you if don't want it put, to be, like, gimmicky. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really like – I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't love Addison as a character. I mean, she's fine – but I don't like her necessarily any more than any of the rest of the team back at the office. And I don't have to see her in there every week. And it, it might actually make sense given that this is all like a quest to save Addison somehow, um, that she not be 
overly involved. Yeah. And I also kind of think if you're going to make us spend all this time on these characters that don't really do anything but stand around and talk, like let's give them something to do once in a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think part of the reason I kind of like it is um, Scott Bakula and um, uh, Dean Stockwell had such amazing chemistry together. <clears throat> it was it would have been a you know crazy if you didn't see Al for an entire episode. Whereas I mm-hmm. I don't really I don't feel the chemistry as much with Addison and Ben. Um, so changing it up a little and bringing Jen this week didn't for me really change any of the dynamic because they just don't have, I, I, like I said, this is just, again, my opinion. I don't feel they have the same type of chemistry. It's not that strong. Like quite honestly, I don't even see their relationship yet. Um, you know, we're told, you know, we see this when the show starts, we see them together at the party and everything, but you know, in a way it's kind of starting over and Ben's remembering things as he goes like this week, like I felt so forced. When, when he she hands the reins off to Jen and she's going to, you know, leave the energy chamber and he's like, I love you. And she just stands there for a minute. I, I feel like that's the first time that Ben has said that since he realized that they're together. Um, Maybe that's why. So I think that's why. I think, that, I think that's why she, yeah, I think that's why she kind of took a beat for a second because, you know, they didn't really press the issue or make a point of it, but I felt like that was what happened there. But it, 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 it was funny. That's that's when I really was like, wow, you know, they're only a couple because I've been told they're a couple. I haven't really paid enough attention to their relationship to actually feel their connection, and that you know, mm-hmm. and why these two are in love. Like, and and when he said that, I felt it felt forced <laughs> in that moment. So, I think they need to. That's something they need to work on a little bit more. And again, yeah. not any, not that it's the actor's fault or you know anybody's fault or anything like that. I think it's it's just the dynamic of the show at the moment. But I noticed it because I didn't miss Addison at all when Jen was the one helping him. Which Jen was kind of fun because Jen isn't really a stickler <laughs> for certain things, so she was kind of flying by the seat of her pants, which I thought was kind of fun. Um, yeah, so. I, I want to say I can't wait for the episode where they have to send Janice into the imaging chamber because <laughs> that's going to happen, good, right? Yeah, that's why they did that. I mean, that might be why they've done this to have an excuse to put Janice in there, to set yeah. a precedent, and then Janice goes in there eventually. Um, I mean, I, yeah. yes, we haven't seen Ben and Addison's relationship, but Ben hasn't seen it, right? Like, it doesn't bother me that much. We're sort of in the same boat as Ben, except Ben actually feels that he's in love with her. Uh, you know, but he, he can't remember any of it or remember why. Um, so it doesn't, you know, uh, it doesn't, you know, we haven't really seen it, but he hasn't seen it. But yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't hate them together. I just, you oh, know, no, they don't, don't have them. the most, I, I, and I don't, no, you never said that. You, you didn't say that. I'm not saying you said that. I don't dislike them. I don't think they're terrible together. They're fine, but they're not the most like, they're not burning up the screen. Right. Yeah. Um, they're not like, you know, they're not, they're not, they're no, I don't know, Sawyer and Kate, Sawyer and Juliet. I don't know. Some couple I'm trying to think of. You know, I was just, I was just thinking that. Hot together. I was just thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what though? You know what though? Um, On the flip side, they're, they're also, they're also not Rowan and Cyprian, which is a good thing. 
Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so I guess that's kind of that kind of all that went down on. I mean, yeah, it was a regular case of the week for the most part. I, you know. Uh, Anything to add, Jamie? It was Jamie? Kind of a regular case of the week. Yeah, I I mean I think they were both I think they're both really good. Um, the only thing I'll say is I I do like that like the first one was more and we said this but more high stakes. Like, yeah. do I think it was important that he well, yeah. got this hit off for being innocent? Yes, yeah, so I do think that was important, but it wasn't like world important. So is it more important that he stopped yeah. a war with China? Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. But but it was good, and I did like seeing Jen. Like I thought it was cool to have something different, you know, um, mm-hmm. for this one. So yeah, I thought it was good. I liked it. Great. Let's go. All right. So okay. What next? Moving right along. Uh, um, we have Picard, Mandalorian. It. Which one do you want to do first? Well, Picard or Last of Us, because I haven't seen Mandalorian. So. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, so we're saving Mandalorian for last. So let's do the card then. Okay. Okay. I have to be careful that I don't go too far, but I think I'm okay. Um, yeah. How many I'll, cards I'll have you seen? No, <laughs> I've seen How do you one see? for this week. No, I just I've seen, I've seen this season and I've seen the one for this week because I talked to thought Doesn't even. Does, does it even, so, does it even normally watch the show and she's ahead of? She, she doesn't so want to normally watch the show when she's ahead of us. I'm not that close ahead. I'm not that close. I needed to do it. It's just funny. But I watched never the watched season. I watched she's never seen an season. episode of Star Trek, and then she just no, suddenly that's, watched that's the whole season. Not, that's not accurate. <laughs> that's not true? I've seen a couple okay. episodes of Star Trek. I've seen a couple okay. episodes here and there of Star Trek Next Generation. I never disliked it. It just wasn't my... You know, this wasn't my show. It wasn't mm-hmm. a thing. Yeah, no, I get but it. I will I say, it. having watched this, I liked it, and I'd like to go back and watch the first two seasons. So I, I clearly enjoyed it. Um, and the other thing, and I, I told you guys this in the text, is even though I haven't seen a lot of the show, I could tell like when things were like, this, this must have been a really cool fan moment, and like it felt they made it feel cool, even though like to me I did, hadn't seen it. You know what I mean? Like, you can feel mm-hmm. when it's like, wow, this must be really cool for people who, who've watched this before. Um, and I do recognize, because I have watched some of, of Next Generation, I did recognize a lot of the people from this season. So at least I knew who, who some of them were, or at least knew that I, I recognized, not that I necessarily knew, you know, specifics of who they were. But, um, but yeah, but mm-hmm. I liked it. I did like it. Okay, so what we saw, Jamie, in these last two episodes was – they were being still being pursued by the strike, out of and they got out the, of the nebula. The nebula, because the nebula yeah. turns out the nebula was having a baby, and they surfed they surfed the energy wave, and then all these like, oh, squid the babies were out. born. You know what this re- yeah. does this remind you of anything, Karen? You know what this probably made me think of, um, and I can't what? remember the what's it called? The forest. God, it's really bad when I can't think of the name of the Doctor Who episode. Um, as I get older, I can't think of anything. How did I, um, how did I know you were going to say it was a Doctor Who episode? <laughs> no, um, with the moon. When the moon had the baby dragon thing. That's what it totally made me think of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was like, granted, it didn't go the same, and they weren't, like, worried about it being evil or anything, per se. It just it made me think about it, how it had the little babies and Anyway, it made me. I thought about you when I because I thought I thought maybe you would have thought the same thing. But I didn't think um, that. But you're right. Yeah. Yeah. 
but um, I guess my own problem with this is I feel like I would have done better if I knew more about changelings and about um, the board because I know nothing pretty much about that okay. part other than what I've read. <laughs> but I mean, so you had to you had to read up to learn how Seven and Picard are both formerly Borg. Um, yeah, and, I, I, I got to understand some of that a little better. But um, and the Borg I, are the worst. I will say yeah. now this is. Let me ask you before I go. This is the ep- the episode that we're talking. Oh, we're do I guess we're doing two episodes. But this ends with the episode that was the last one was the one where Todd Stafford has the big speech, right? Yes. He had a big, okay. big speech? Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, about the board. When he goes off on Picard. About the story about how okay. he was under a board attack. You understand, Jamie, like the, the board, like in Doctor Who, the Cybermen in, you know, are like the board. Like they'll assimilate you and make you part of their collective. Um, and they have a hive mind. And, and Except they have like way better technology and special effects. <laughs> In, in the Star Trek universe, but they're not yeah. dissimilar to the way the Cybermen like form assimilate you into their technological collective. Okay, that explained that well. <laughs> I just, I just so you have a body. AJ said, um, read it online. That was AJ's response. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're kind of not unlike. They're kind of also not unlike. They're also not unlike the um, what's it called? The trash can looking ones. Um. The Daleks, because Silence. there's like a Daleks. Well, kind of like the Daleks, because you know how the Daleks have a real living creature inside of them, and the the Borg is part augment your body with technology. They don't like upload your consciousness or anything. Like they they augment. That's why Seven has those things on our body. They like augment. They they like attach technology to you to make you part of their collective. And they're very very bad. They're like the big bad of the universe. Okay, let me ask one question, and then we'll we'll move on because I don't want to spend the whole time me asking yeah. questions. But if they're bad, why does, like, she keep the tech? Why does she still have it on her face? Um, some of it can't be removed without killing you sometimes. Oh, okay. Or just um, she doesn't have any. Yeah. And, and also, she was in for years, and Picard was only aboard for, like, a minute, show-wise. Okay. He was like, you know, he was like, how long? A couple episodes, AJ? He wasn't aboard for that long. He was aboard for a very short time, whereas Seven of Nine was, like, years and years yeah. aboard. It's like a miracle that she got free. And part of the whole thing of, so she was a character on Star Trek Voyager, and it was, like, years of the show of her, like, learning how to be human again. Interesting. All right. She's still learning. She's still learning, yeah. She is. Um, so they're very the bad, other- and so there's there's big discrimination against formerly Borg people. Yeah. Well, I can understand with him, like, and you guys were, when you were saying, too, I think when you had asked me, it was before you had seen that episode, when you were saying about, like, why is he so, you know, such an asshole? And it's like, so at least that sort of explained it, <laughs> I guess. I mean, I think he's still that yeah. kind of character, but it explained why he hated Picard Grimoire. The other yeah. thing I want to mention, because I had this when I was texting AJ, that I think I want to say it was 302, I think. That was full of freaking twelve monkey references, because it because it's Terry Oh yeah, I, I tell you what, you you caught a lot more references, and I also didn't realize that that was um, what's his face that was playing. Uh, yeah, Sneed. No, I forgot the character. Sneed. Sneed, yeah. Was is um, was Aaron. Uh, under that makeup. I, when I first seen him, I thought it was him, and then I looked up and, like it was, 
it probably makes a difference, I think, when you've met the person, though, too. Because, like, you, Wait, you, who, I don't know. Who like, I recognize who? their mannerisms. What? Aaron Stanford. The, the, Sneed. Aaron Stanford. Sneed, the Ferengi. The Ferengi drug guy. Oh, that was Aaron. That was, yeah. that was Aaron. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Stanford. Stanford, the main guy from 12 Monkeys. Cole. Yeah. But there yeah. was other yeah. references. Like, for one, when they went through the um, identities of, his, of Picard's son, one of them was James Cole. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I oh. laughed the most about that I thought was so funny is when Sneed's talking, I think he was talking about the drug. I can't remember for for sure. Yeah, he, he said was. something he's like, I call it Splinter. It rips you apart again and it rips you apart and puts you back together again and again or something uh. like that. And I was like, I started laughing. I, I, I told uh, him when I talked to him, I said, I thought it was funny. There's so many references. But, um, but that's yeah, but that's funny. Terry Metallus, so. Yeah. so, yeah, 12 monkey stuff. But, um, but yeah. So um, I think it's I think it's neat. I think it's neat that they've brought back a lot of the a lot of the characters. I don't know. Sorry, most of my comments aren't specific to the episode just because. No, that's, right. that's okay. As usual, I've watched them all together, but I had to because I hadn't seen them. So um, I, I think I think the most important thing about the episode, Picard swore. Picard said fucking. Yes, <laughs> yes. I never said. We, I watched it. I watched that scene. I looked at Artie. I said, "Did Picard just swear?" And he's like, "I think he did." So we rewound it and we watched it again. We're like, "He did." So of course, Artie's got to you know Google now, and apparently it was ad lib. <laughs> it was just in the moment. Oh, yeah? Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart okay. threw a fucking in there. It was not scripted, but they liked it. They, they said that it was such a powerful scene and it worked so well. They left it. That's cool. That's interesting. Wow. I was like, I was like, nobody's ever swore in the entire Star Trek universe. <laughs> not no, like that. There's a bunch of swearing. <laughs> well, it's not like that. <laughs> well, and there was a bunch of swearing, like when when um, Beverly says, "Will, did you just throw an asteroid?" And he goes, "You're goddamn <laughs> right, I did." Uh, yeah. Also, yeah. not very Star Trekish that, thing to say. No. Yeah. But but very well, well right, but fair, very well Riker. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Um, that was right. awesome when when he when he did that. Like I'm watching him. I'm like, what is he doing? I was like, why is he trying to? I was like, oh my god, he's like making a, like a a slingshot. I was like, that was cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was cool. Yeah, I like how the, they figured things out. I like how they used the um the nebula to charge their battery. That was pretty cool too. Yeah. Um. um but yeah, I say what sticks out to me though still is um like I said is is um. I keep wanting to call him by his real name. Who? Shaw. Yeah, Shaw. Captain it's, Shaw. It's his speech. I think that that scene was really powerful. Um, really sad too. But the fact that the card just like walked out was also like part of what made it like you know really really important. But um, and then the other well, thing I like, I like how they tricked the. Um, I don't know their name. Help me here. The girl at Shape the shifter. end. Yeah, the seven, seven. How they tricked her, seven of nine, and him tricked her um, by her getting her oh. to come in and they killed her. I thought that was. They they tricked the fake Ensign LaForge. Right. Yeah. The yeah. shapeshifter yeah. was trying to be Ensign. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. I, the other thing is, I thought was cool, and I don't know if this was. I mean, obviously it was intentional, but I, I just a little thing I I thought was kind of interesting. I picked up on just a tiny thing is, like, they, they mentioned the fact that basically in his old life that he was a mechanic, 
Like, I just thought it was kind of cool that when he's, like, doing the whole thing that saved their lives, like, he's underneath there like you're underneath a car. That's what it made me think of is the way he, well, yeah. the way he was fixing that. I mean, yeah, I said it I know is, it was it's, it's like a car. I liked how they did it that it way. It just doesn't have wheels. Well, not a, it's a ship, <laughs> but you know what I mean. I mean, they did it like a mechanic yeah. rather than, like, mm-hmm. he could have been standing up just in that way, if that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so, you know, something else that was was heartbreaking in the episode was um, that scene where Picard is uh, is rudely interrupted by all these students while he's trying to eat uh, his dinner. Um, but then, you know, he says that whole thing and everything, and he's like, you know, and then you see that Jack is sitting at the bar, actually sitting at the bar, and, you know, Picard says that thing about Starfleet being the only family I've ever needed, which is really sad because it's completely out of context. Yeah. Because he doesn't know that he has a family, so he, you know, it's like, that's all he has. of yeah. course that's going to be, of course that's going to be his answer, you know. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, so I, and, I need to revisit. Go ahead. I was just going to say, and what do you think about the fact that they've established that Jack is twenty-four? I, I mean, I guess I could buy the actor playing a twenty-four-year-old, but I was a little surprised by that. Five in real life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he he looks like he could. He definitely looks younger than thirty five, right? Like I can buy him in his twenties. Right. But I felt what yeah. I felt like they said that because they were trying to convince us. I gotta say, I'm not. Really I'm not. Sat- I'm not satisfied with the story that. Okay, put a pin in that. I want to go back to what you just said, AJ, about the scene in the bar at the end, because I I watched it and then I had to really rush through. Like, while we were saying hello, I was watching the end of the episode, right, those last few minutes. So I just want to be clear what happened there because it, it wasn't clear to me if he was – I don't know. So in that – when Picard had that experience in the past where he's having his lunch and all those cadets come and want to talk to him, turns out that Jack was in the pub in the background listening in and was there and actually saw the whole thing happen. Is that what happened there? Uh, right. Yeah. It wasn't like a – he wasn't like watching a videotape of it. No, not a videotape, it was, but you know what I mean. He was yeah, there, and, Picard yeah, no, never, that... and Picard never. So, so he has always said he didn't want to know his father and didn't need his father, but in fact, he spied on his. You know, tried to learn about right. whatever. Not spied, but did sort of spy, stalk a little bit. Yeah. Tried to be near him in the past. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. Uh. So I want to go back and say then I want, I'm not really down with the storyline that like their last, like basically Beverly and Jean-Luc's last night together, she got pregnant. And, you know, two months later, she, I assume that in the future you can find out you're pregnant almost immediately, right? So two months she might have known for a while. Sure, why like, not? Now, nowadays a lot of people don't even know for two months, right? But anyway, she like two months later she breaks all contact forever and never speaks to him again. And he has, like, and then, you know, so he is, all of our theories about he's a clone, he's from an alter's intervention, he's not really the son, it's a cover story, it's all, he's actually their legit son. I'm not really, yeah. I don't really you know like what that. I'm curious about, what I want to know, and, and this is just kind of my own curiosity, I'm curious if they ever had any, I'm guessing they probably had no plan to this when they originally had her go off the show. And they were just like, well, she go- was gone for 20 years. Let's say that she was – No, see, it Jamie, would be more interesting if it was planned. No, because, see, 
the no. whole the whole thing about them not having any contact the last twenty years was is part of the storyline. They could have said whatever they wanted because the last time anybody you know we saw any most of these characters was on the next generation. You know, um, Will and oh, so Card have was missing from the next generation. No, no, no. She no. She, no, she no. just. She just Jamie, she just happened to have not been in the recent episodes of Picard and in the other stuff that happened. She yeah, hasn't done crossovers. So in other she hasn't words, done they the recent said movies. Everybody was missing for twenty years because it hasn't been on for twenty years, is what you're saying, which I didn't. Right. Know. Because she hasn't been in. Picard has been in. There's been a bunch of movies made, right? There's been um, a couple of seasons of Picard, and she hasn't and most been. Of them was she? Was she in any of the movies? Was she in some of the movies, AJ? I she can't was remember. In, she was in, yeah, but, she was in, yeah, she was in all the movies. She was in all the movies? All right. But she hasn't yeah. been in the two seasons of Picard, and it was never really, she just wasn't in it. Nobody ever mentioned they haven't spoken in 20 years, and she hated everyone. That suddenly shook right. them and hate everyone, but she cut everyone off. That just suddenly appeared this season. That's news to every single Star Trek person that they hadn't yeah. spoken for 20 years. Well, I see. She just wasn't around, and we assumed Dick McFadden just didn't want to be in it or had another job or whatever. It just wasn't a thing. So this is like a shocker yeah. for all of us that she cut off all contact and went away. But yeah, it's because she, there just hasn't been anything. Nothing's happened for twenty years that she's okay. been in. But I'm not really sure. I'm not. You know, I don't know that I really like this idea that she got pregnant. Was like I can never talk to you anymore. I don't know. Is that better than it being a clone or would a clone or a dimensional? anomaly or whatever or anything else be any more satisfying like maybe if that was the case I, I, I don't know can't answer that yet I have to see I have to see how it plays out yeah I mean I kind I All mean right. I mean given the story arc that we've had of Picard since season one um I kind of see where it's going and what they're doing mm-hmm. um so I understand why it's actually his son as far as the way they went about it, I like I said, I have to see how the season plays out, and if I still care, you know, by episode ten, if I still care um, that they had Beverly do that, um, it remains to be seen. Mhm. Yeah. Um. The so the other thing we should add about Jack is that at the end of the episode, he's having some sort of flashback. Hallucination, oh, yeah. vision, alien contact, like what? And it looked like there was some sort of red. It, I, at first, I was like, "Wait, is the are the squid babies attacking?" Like it looked like squid arms or vines or something, like in red behind him on the. I was like, "Is that on the window of the ship? What is that?" And then he sees a red door, and um, uh, yeah, I don't know what that. We don't know what that was, right? Whether it's hallucinating or dreaming or. But, yeah, I'm not really sure what that was. Well, I guess we'll find that out eventually. None of us are. But that's going to be – maybe he's having a memory. Maybe, like, he's got a repressed memory because he he says he doesn't know why people are after him. And whatever that was all about is probably related to why people are after him, right? Right. I mean, it's got to be, right? Um. Yeah. All right. Yep. What else did I? Um, we saw a little bit of Deanna Troy in this episode. I, I I've been wondering if she's going to, you know, this is the last season. They're getting everybody back together. I hope that she's going to appear yeah. more than 
Did we know that their son died? We met their daughter last last season. Their daughter, yeah. right? Picard goes to stay with them, and the daughter is there. Was the son already dead, or was he just off planet? See, I can't remember. See, I'm glad you asked me that because I was wondering the same thing. I'm like, I'm like, I, I'm trying to remember. I'm like, did we know their son died? But I, I get the feeling since they were very happy when we saw them last that this had to have happened. He wasn't dead yet. The son, the son, the son wasn't there, and he wasn't dead yet. I think like this is something fairly recent. Um, you know, and, and like, you know, we find out that that's why Riker and Deanna are kind of on the outs at the moment because he's been kind of closed off and her being an empath, she feels everything he's feeling and even if he's not talking to her about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, so we'll see about that. Um and we didn't really talk about, because there wasn't, like, a ton of action, uh, you know, all the Worf and Rafi stuff was kind of great, but uh, it didn't, you know, except for the fact that they, they're the first ones to find out that there's a, like, they're, like there's apparently a blob shifter race that I was, wasn't aware of, um, who want to destroy, they're not just against the Federation, that guy actually says, like, all of you solids are going to be like, gone. he's like, he says like Klingon human, all of you solids, are, you know, we're coming for you or whatever he says. They like, it's not just the Federation, right? Like they want to destroy all solid people. I don't really know. That was kind of crazy. Yeah. Me, yeah I'm not um, really sure. Something because there was one thing I was a little confused about. They had mentioned how like everybody had chased after them, like Klingons and everybody, different people. Was it, was that supposed to be that they actually were, or was that supposed to be the changelings pretending to be them? I was confused by that. I don't know if I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. That is a that is a valid that is a valid question that we don't have an answer to yet. So it wasn't just me. Yeah, no, we don't know yet. Some of that stuff. Um. Uh, and it was great, but it wasn't really not that much really happened. Like it, you know, it was fun to see. All yeah. that Warp stuff and the banter between Rafi and Warp is going to be a lot of fun this season. Um, and uh, but you know, except for the the appearance of shapeshifters. Um, yeah. Uh, who? I mean, we haven't seen. We we've seen. We have seen alien races that take different forms in the past, but we haven't seen these particular mm-hmm. like um, as uh, what's his name, uh, the captain of the. Triton. I can't remember his name either. His name is Shaw. Shaw. Shaw kept referring to him as Goo. Shaw. He's like, find the find the Resigoo and you'll be able to test it. Yeah, the Resigoo. <laughs> um, so they're like a known species, and and I haven't seen them before. Did I miss that episode, or we just we that's a new. I'm species. sure it's, it's. I'm sure. I'm I I'm sure it's somewhere in Star Trek lore that's just never been focused on and we're just not remembering it. Yeah, we just we just missed it. Yeah, yeah. Alrighty. All right. All right. Anything else? Well, so, anyway, all right. That interview will be up um, after the episode. Great. Week, so I look forward to reading it. All right. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, interview. me too. So yeah, the all last right. month's finale. Uh, two weeks. We did, you guys didn't talk about 
Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. I totally forgot we have two episodes to discuss. So what happened last week? I don't remember. Oh, last week? Oh, that was the creepy, creepy pedophile guy. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Joel was, yeah. I, I, you know, actually, it's funny because I kept getting, the whole time with that guy, I think his name was David, I got a weird vibe from him the whole time. Like, there was something, something kind of weird. And it wasn't until he, him and Ellie were fighting at the end. When he was like, can't you tell by now? I like when you put up a fight. I'm like, oh, my God, he's a pedophile. And he's a rapist. So I was like, that was also that comment. Yeah. I was like, did we really need to go there with this guy? I was like, I knew there was something creepy about him, but Jesus Christ. And if you guys did not know, his right-hand man, whose name is failing me, that is mm-hmm. the voice actor for Joel in the video game. Yeah, they said that. Like, yeah. In the after show, yeah. Yeah. Oh, did they? Okay. Um, um, well, yeah, they, you know they do. HBO does like a two-minute after. Four yeah, no, after I know, show. I know they do. I just, I, I, I actually, it's funny. I haven't watched any of the after shows except for the one after the finale. Hmm. I'll watch. Um, I always so forget about them. I, I thought that. So I know that this comes from the video game, and. Um, I, I don't, I mean, maybe already told you, I don't know if this may have gotten worse for Ellie in the game than it did on television. Uh, yeah, because I wondered if he raped her in the she, game, but I she, didn't know. Yeah, I don't know. Do you know, AJ? He does not. It, it pretty much plays, uh, already said it pretty much plays out just like that. Okay, so she almost, this guy assaults her and is trying yeah, to no, rape she, her. She whoops his ass. And she kills him. Um, and okay. then, of course, she so oh, I'm infected, which was, uh, like, smart. <laughs> brilliant. Um, yeah. So, two, two things here. I thought that cannibals was a little bit of a apocalyptic trope that we've seen before and not just in The Walking Dead. Oh, but I'm like, oh, people like, who are so, – wait, wait, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. And I also thought – that the cult leader who turns out to be like, you know, taking child brides is also a trope um, that we've seen in many, many movies and stories about cults. But, you know, to be fair, it's a real thing that happens in real cults. That's why it's a, it, 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 other, that's why it's that's a trope. Why it's a otherwise, otherwise, it would just be a preacher with a congregation. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's, that's why it's a cult. Yeah, and I just wanted to, to ask you guys real quick because I felt like this could have been taken either way. Did you take it that they were eating their dead or did you take yes. it that they were killing people yes. to get the food? Because it could have been taken either way. The first way. one. I they thought they were dead. eating that's their dead. I, yeah. I think that's, that's why, why he tells that guy. I think that's why he tells the little girl, we can't bury your father because the ground is too hard. We'll bury him in the spring. It, that's yeah. a lie. It's actually because we, we're going to eat them, and, and in the spring I'll yeah. have some boons for you, and it'll be plausible or whatever. Well, you know, right. they're only eating their dead. I, I, I can understand doing that in the apocalypse. If they're killing people to get dead, then, you know, that's obviously not good. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Uh, I don't... I don't sure yeah. Are. Not that uh, it's good to eat dead people. I don't mean that, but I mean, like... I mean, it makes sense, like, if they're trying to survive. uh, uh, Here's the thing, Honestly, how hard are they trying? Because Ellie finds a deer, like, in no time at all. Five minutes. She finds a deer in, like, the first 
First time that she's like true. ever went hunting by herself. She shot a gigantic deer. Um, I think she's much So, yeah, how hard are they yeah. trying? No, also, also, like, they're living in a place where you the growing season is very short. Like, I've kind of wondered why so many people are living in, like, Wyoming and Montana and not in a more temperate place where you might have a longer growing season. And it, I know that they're living where there is less cordyceps, but yeah. whatever. And the third thing is, Jamie, that there have been real situations like, like, okay, so, like, the Donner Party being the most famous situation of people in a blizzard and they ate their dead – but they all knew what they were eating. Like, it was their choice. Some yeah. people ate it, some people didn't. They didn't just, like, be like, here's a bunch of venison, yum, yum, eat up, right? Well, I didn't say it like, was right, <laughs> I just said I could understand what they did. I, it's never, like, it's never no, okay to not Jamie tell people telling, what not tell somebody. What, I didn't, <laughs> so, basically, what Jamie is telling us is she has no problems leading a cult. Got it. <laughs> I'm just saying that I can understand if people are dead that them needing them to survive, not that they should do it and not tell people. Um, and could I do it? I doubt it. But that's not, you know, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I, I just was curious what you guys thought because I think it could have been taken either way because he's obviously crazy, but um, it, it did to me but, seem like it, they weren't necessarily murdering people because that's the thing that I think was interesting too at the beginning is you, you know that obviously there's something messed up and that he's not like, quote, unquote, good guy, but at the same time he did seem to want to save people, or at least we thought at the beginning. We didn't know for sure. Um, and it, it gets me back to thinking about, like, Walking Dead and, and different morality things and thinking, like, well, he is protecting them, but obviously you find out he's not. There's bad things. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, he seemed to be – Saving people, even if he was a complete asshole, until you find out there's a lot more to it than that. But then again, they're always this, right? They're always this. But, uh, yeah. I mean, it is, it is TV. But, uh, yeah. You know what yeah, I like and- um, is when when they were hunting um, – what's his face there? Uh, Joel. When, they're, hunt- when Joel? they're looking for Joel yeah. in the houses – yeah, when they're looking for Joel in the houses – I love that scene after he kills the guy with the, the the guy that he gets to tell him where they are on the map, and then he kills the guy, and then he goes to kill the other guy, and he's like, "You're an asshole." He's like, "You should let me live." And I'm thinking the whole time I'm thinking I'm like, I'm like, you. I was like, there's like eight of you looking to kill one man, and now that you're on the other end of it, it's like, oh, please spare me. But if he had <laughs> been begging for his life, you would have been like, yeah. no, you have to die. Like you went looking for him. He killed you because you're trying to kill him. <laughs> I, I love it when there's shoes on the other foot. All of a sudden, the people like trying to commit murder are like, "Oh, wait a minute, hold on, let's talk about this." Yeah, yeah but I like that he he's also like, "I believed him." He's <laughs> like, "I don't." Yeah, need that me. was funny. I ain't gonna tell you shit. That's okay. I believe him. Yeah, you know what though? I I do have one problem with that episode. And that is, I feel like Joel recovered really quickly. Like he could barely yeah. open his eyes. She injects him with the antibi- with the, the antibiotics, um, with the penicillin, and he's up and taking out guys left and right. <laughs> I was like, I, you know, and I and I said something during the episode. I was like, that was that was a little quick for me. And Artie's like, no, he's well, he's limping. He's not walking very good. I'm like, dude, he shouldn't be walking <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah. Like that yeah. is some good. Okay. I was like, that is some good penicillin. 
Yeah, I guess they. You know, if we had another episode, he could have been sick for a while longer. I guess. No, no, and, and I get, and I, and I get, and I get that part of it. You know, I would have even been okay if, like, they had showed us that like a day passed, but this was like a couple hours yeah. between her injecting him and, and them going looking for them. You know what I mean? Like, and she didn't even, she didn't even do it the most efficient way. Like, she didn't inject it into a vein. She just injected it like somewhere into his body, like, into the wound, to get a better, yeah, she injected directly into the wound. Yeah, intravenously you'd get a better effect probably um, in terms yeah. of getting that penicillin into your bloodstream, right? Into but I, I, you know, TV, TV but, wise, hey, though, I, I get it. I, I get yeah. It, yeah. It, it, yeah. It was, it was the, listen, that's the only complaint I've had this entire time, so I'm good. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Um, yeah. I feel like, and granted, they did talk about this in the special. Sorry, I'm rubbing my face, my head's hurting. Um, they did talk about this in the special, but I think that. Like, okay, I, I've said before in the other ones, like, oh, I wish, they, you know, they were both in it because I do, I do feel like I, I like them together, and that's kind of my favorite part. Wait, who? But, what? Who? Well, I, I'm, just, I'm just saying I know I've said before, like, I like Joel and Ellie together is my favorite part. And I, I, oh, you mean, I it, you mean it, of, in general. You mean episodes that didn't feature them, like the Frank right. and Bill episode and that didn't really feature say, them. And I was going to say, like, with, yeah. with so few episodes, part of me is, is still, like, I would have liked to see more than them. But... I feel like this episode was really important because I think that this really changed essentially who Ellie is. I feel like. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, she's killed people before, but this is not the same type of killing. And I mean, well, you can see that it it carries. Oh yeah. Well, you can, and you can see that what happened with what happened with Dave. You know, it carries into the next episode with her. You can totally see that. Yeah. I mean. And there's all that part where where cult guy Dave is like, you have a violent. I can see that you're violent. You have a violent heart, which is not, you know. I mean, in the after show, they were like, that's really true. And I'm like, is it really true? I don't know. Like, it's a it's violent impossible. world, and you have to be, but yeah, it's a violent world, and you have to become violent to survive. And like she, like Dave was like probably Dave was probably a rapist before the apocalypse, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, she, you know, he kept her in a cage, and so she's violent against him because he's going to kill her. But I mean, it, it yeah. yeah, it is going it, to, it's going to have its effect. I mean, what she had to do to escape, and the, and I mean, he was certainly dead after the first ten stabs, and didn't need like the second ten stabs. Well, right? I think she was in shock but, at that point. Yes, yes, but that's it. You know, I mean, that's the kind of violence that doesn't mean you have a violent heart. That's like whatever it is. But right, she, that's just reaction. Although I was just going to say, I thought it was funny when he stuck his hand in, in the cage. She's like, if, I'm thinking, you know, like if that was a tiger, would you stick your hand in to pet them? Like you, you deserve to get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to find yeah. out as soon as he did that. Like you knew that was coming. Um, you don't have to yeah, play the game. He, to know he that. thought he. He thought he had seduced her already. Like, he was seducing her. Right yeah. Then, right? But you could just, um, yeah, you do. You could tell was. her, like, yeah, yeah. he hasn't fallen for that yeah. shit. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah. Which was awesome. That's um, why I always cool. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. I, I mean, even, I mean, it, it's obvious if you don't know anything about anything else except for this show, it's obvious that's going to change her. It's happening at a formative yeah. point in her life. She's only 14 years old. Um, and it's a terrible, terrible thing. And she, the other people that she's killed, like the first person she killed was someone that she loved and that she had to, to save herself and to, to save this person kind of, right. 
from becoming, to save Riley from becoming like a, yeah. a clicker or whatever. And then she has killed, she killed that other guy to save Joel's life. Um, and this guy she had to kill, but this was certainly the most violent kind of, um, yeah. and close up kind of thing. It's definitely going to change her. Yeah. Affect her. Yeah. Um, and, and of course, part of it is that you, you see the huge change in Joel, like Joel, you know, we, I, we've never seen him hug her, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, and he calls her baby girl at the end, which he used to call Sarah his daughter. Which he called Sarah. Yeah, I caught that. I caught that too. As soon as he said that, I was like, uh oh, he just called her baby girl. Yeah. Yeah. His uh, his surrender is complete at this point, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, and I'm, I've loved up. Well, we're not the next one yet, so we'll talk about that. Well, I think we're about ready to talk about yeah. what happens next. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we I can transition. Say, I, I like how he like keeps. Like doing doing things and saying things to her, like he can tell she's like in a in a funk from it, and like he's trying to to make her feel better. I liked how he's like obviously knows she's upset. Yeah, except he. I mean, it's clear he's totally not equipped at all to deal no, with he, a with a traumatized person. He's so traumatized well, himself still. He's so he's so traumatized. He's he's got so much unresolved twenty years worth of unresolved trauma, he's completely incapable of, like, counseling any other human being through anything, I think. Yeah. I definitely think the fact that he's starting to open, that that he's opening up more to her now definitely helps the situation. Like, he, you know, he tells her where he got his scar from, you know, that somebody didn't shoot him, he shot himself in this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was a really emotional scene, and then he's like, it wasn't time, and I'm like, oh! There, there I go. You can't not go on everything. <laughs> no, but that was really, really good. But you know, I like, I like seeing his awkward ways of trying. Like you could tell, us, you know, she's kind of down, and he's like, he goes, you know what, I could go for and some uh, bad puns oh, or joke book or whatever. Yeah, that, 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 that was that, that yeah. He has. Yeah, I still like the diary puns. Yeah, I'll tell you family. what though, for me. I, I, I cracked up so much when he, you know, when they're walking through the building and he's like, all right, he's like, I'll give you a boost. Go get that ladder and, you know, lower it down to me. And, like, she gets up there and she, like, throws it at him. I start laughing hysterically. I was like, she threw it at him. Like, and, you know, and I'm laughing hysterically. And I hear her going, oh. And I'm like, where the hell is she going? <laughs> she did not like, wait. I know. And it was very, like... Like, I think they do a really good job of putting those things in that remind you that she's still, like, a little kid in so many ways, right? Like, that yeah. to me would be, like, a total little kid thing to do. Like, you see something and you're like, squirrel, and you totally forget what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> yeah. Handing your dad the letter, yeah. right? Um, yeah. Is that, that in the video thing. game with the giraffes? That's in the yes. video game, right? With yes. the giraffes? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And Artie, said, yeah. and Artie said, that's not even a cut. Artie said, that's not even a cut scene. That's actually gameplay. With her, with you, you have to hoist her up, and then and then she gives you the and does the same thing. She throws the ladder at you to go play with the giraffe, oh, yeah. and then you have to pick up the ladder. You have to pick up the ladder, set the ladder up, climb up the ladder, go find out where the hell she went. Yeah, and those are real huh. giraffes, in case you were wondering if you if you didn't know yeah, already. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Is that CGI or real giraffe? Nope that was a that was a real giraffe. 
I wasn't sure, but I, when she said it, when they were so close and they said it and the tongue came out, that's and all that, I, I thought it looked really real. Yeah. I've actually been to a giraffe place where you stand up on a thing like that and you feed the giraffe um, leaves and, and actually you feed them like giraffe, like big giraffe chow pellets and they eat them right out of your hand and the tongue comes out like that. And I was like, oh, that looks real. That looked to me, that looked very. I was like, that, I think that's real. I think it's a real giraffe. That's a zoo. They did that. Or that's whatever. actually funny because when I was watching it, I was like, I was like, if, I was like, if that's not a real giraffe, I was like, this is the best CGI I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. And then, of yeah, course, already really... Google, already, already, and of course, already Googled it afterwards, and he was like, they were real. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. I'm surprised they didn't talk about whether they were real or not in the in the after show because yeah, after clip because I want, I figured that was something they'd tell and they didn't, and I forgot to look it up. But, um, yeah. I, I did feel that that the previous episode, and especially this final episode, felt very much like a video game. Uh, not not in a bad way. I don't mean that I felt like I was watching a video game, but the way, like, in that both of shock. these, we have scenes where, where Joel moves from room to room, particularly in this last episode. He goes from room to room, and he kills a guy in here, and then he has to go to the next room and kill a guy yeah. there while mm-hmm. he's, you know. And it, it did feel like... Um, I'm like, oh yeah, right. This is based on a video game, and it was kind of video gamey. Uh, it was kind of Terminatory, yeah. and it was kind of video gamey. <laughs> yeah. Um, the way all that plays. Yeah, out no, I that. know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like it when they do that sometimes. Things when yeah. they're based on video games. Yeah, as long as it's shot well, so it works. Well, it works. Um, it I, was actually I really funny. Got Jamie. No, I, I was just going to say, um, I had known, this was one of the big things I obviously knew about um, because of playing the beginning of the second game. Because I think, I, what I couldn't but, remember. But, 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 Jamie, I don't know how far you've gotten to the second game, but careful what you say. I'm not, <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm not going to say, if you mean that, I'm not going to say that. What I'm saying is, um, I, what I couldn't remember was whether, him rescuing her from the surgery was a flashback or was part of the game was what I was going to say. So I didn't know where the season was going to end, but I knew what was coming with the sense that they were not going to save her and he was going to take her out of there is what I'm saying. Like I knew that part was coming and I was curious where they ended. I didn't, I didn't love that part of the story. I mean, I love it because they're going to like take her brain out and kill her. Of course I don't love that, but I did, and I get that it's based on a video game, not like a novel, um, and it was the final scenes, but I felt like um, this doctor examined her, how long could he examine her, 30 seconds? Like, he looks at, like, how quick they've decided to sacrifice her brain. Like, I feel like, really, could they have spent a, like, did he draw a vial of blood and look at it? Like, the doctor, Marlon's like, the doctor thinks that it's been with her since birth, and it's, in, you know, and blah, blah gonna remove the organ. Well and I just felt I just felt like wow that happened really fast. The doctor barely could have looked at her. Unless she yeah, was unconscious I, for a week. You know, I hadn't I, even I, thought about that. I hadn't thought about it either. I kind of assumed that this was a decision that was made before she even got there. But I feel like now that you said that, thinking about it, I feel like that there would have been some benefit, even if they intended to do that, to first keep her for a while and find yeah. out some things before just killing her. But if the cordyceps is in the brain, then okay, I get it. Um, 
not. No, I don't get it. No, Jamie, I do not get it. No, I mean, I understand why they wanted to kill her. Not that it was okay. No, no, I do not. I do not. There are people, like, who have brain diseases who are studied for a long time, and they don't have to cut their brain out of their head in the first examination. Like, you can remove a piece of a person. Okay, like, Dr. Ben Carson, his whole career was removing half the brain, and the people lived just fine. The kids could the other half of the brain could take over. That's people true. get, like, a little piece of their brain removed. Dennis Leota, Ray Leota got part of his brain eaten, and he could still talk. True. Now, let, wait, who did? Wait, what? <laughs> In that Hannibal movie where Ray Liotta, he's, eating, he's, yeah, cut, right. he's cutting off a slice of Ray Liotta's brain, and he's well, still talking Maybe, maybe it's the part of her brain that, maybe it's the part of her brain he can't do. But anyway, I'm, I'm like, right. geez, they went to the nuclear option in the first five minutes of Land yeah, Island. To me, it just felt like not. Yeah, I completely agree with Karen. Like, that was the first thing I said, too, was I was like, okay, the cordyceps is in the brain, so why can't they, like, cut out a piece of her brain, take out the piece of the cordyceps that they need, put the brain back in, and make your 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 drink that everybody's, you know, whatever concoction everybody's going to drink to to be immune also, like, why do they need to kill her to do it? Yeah, I, I, I thought the same thing. How about a spinal tap? How about check her spinal fluid and see, like, if they, they think that they think that it's causing, a, like, a, some, like, they think it's causing cordyceps to think that she is cordyceps, right? It, basically, yeah, it was right. guts. Even it was, basically, basically, it's Walking Dead guts. She's she's covered with guts <laughs> on the inside. <laughs> and so that's that's, that's a good analogy. <laughs> But um, I, I have a question for you guys. I was—I don't think I mentioned this to you guys yet. I'm, I'm confused who I've talked to about it. I talked to my cousin about it. Um, I don't know if I mentioned it or not to you guys the other week. But what I was thinking about the fact is I feel like if you're doing everything you can to save humanity, I feel like partially one thing that maybe to me would make more sense before you go killing her, and, and not that this is a good thing and it's so awful to, to think about, but to me, I would think that there would be people, because people are willing, adults that make the decision to sacrifice themselves, that it would make sense to, like, start a new race of people to, like, get pregnant right? and then let yourself get killed. And you know what? Your baby survives, and that's what matters. But even so, and, and this is going to sound awful. I'm saying this now going by what you said. But to me, it would even make more sense to do that and have an adult make that choice and then kill the baby before it's born than to actually take up like her and like cut her open her head. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah, so many other things but, you tried. They, they but, didn't even but, test but, the blood. But, I mean, I, I get you're going for alternatives and everything, but like I said, it's not we don't know. Right. But, but it's, it's one of those situations where was this just a lucky coincidence is, you know, when did she get bit? You know, was it right before she? You know, like it's like how how soon? How long had she been bit before she she had the baby? How long does it take for the cordyceps to to take root in the baby and get to that point? You know, Not there's, very there's, long. there's a lot. Yeah, of yeah I know. There's a lot of questions kind of there. Well, for me, because I kind of wondered that. I had this discussion: is how did it? How did she get immune so quick? Um, now, my other question I had for you guys: your opinions on. Um, you do think, don't you, that Marlene believed her that she was bit beforehand, right? Like, she didn't have any inkling that 
Ellie would be infected in any until she was bit and didn't die. Um, and then she probably, I don't you know, have an probably, answer. Put two two, probably put two and two together. That's why I said I really wanted to see the, the, the scene where Marlene finds her and doesn't kill her. That's what I want to see. And I hope we get to see next season. Um, I but, think, um, wait, you mean where, you mean you, like you'd like to see Marlene live and then find Ellie in the future? No, not in the future, in the past. Like when she finds Ellie after Ellie's killed, I forget her name, her friend, when Ellie's infected. Oh, how, oh, how she finds out that Ellie's been infected and chains her up when we first meet her. Because she doesn't um, kill her. She made the choice not to kill her. Because clearly I would think as a baby she assumes that her best friend told her the truth and that the baby isn't infected because otherwise she would have oh. killed her as a baby. I have a lot of thoughts about this. So first of all, I don't know that Marlene believed her. I think Marlene wanted to believe her. Um, and do you think she like watched the baby for a while to see if it got? Yeah, it'd be easy. To, it'd be pretty easy to kill a baby. I mean, a baby that that baby was hours old. It can't crawl. It can't move. Like that baby, yeah. if it turns, yeah. you could easily kill it and not and not be at risk, right? I think she really wanted to believe her friend. I don't know if she believed her, and when she shot. What's the mother's name? I forget her name. Emmy, the girl, whatever the girl's name is, that the mother's name. Annie, I think. The best friend, Annie. I think, I think she really Annie. wanted to believe her in that moment. Right. I think that that think, fight didn't look. That fight didn't look. It looked like a. It wasn't very old, but it was a little old, right? It, no. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I, guess, I guess what I'm saying is, when the baby didn't turn, I assumed that she did not suddenly assume that Ellie was immune. I assume that she assumed yeah, at yeah. that point that the mother told the truth Her, is what I'm saying. Yes. Like she yes, wouldn't have had right. any inkling that happened until later on. Yeah. Right. Or maybe just that it did yeah. affect so, her through the umbilical cord could be the other maybe thought yeah. she had. Not that she was immune. So, so what I, I don't know if you guys yeah. know this or not, but the, the woman playing the, Ellie's mom is Ashley Johnson, who does the voice yep, for Ellie yeah. in the game. And I, I gotta tell you, it was so Ellie, funny. But I know Ashley Johnson. She looks like she her looks too. Yes, she, she does. They have a very. They, they. I never realized how much the, um, Bella and yeah. Ashley look. You know, have a similarity. But the best yeah, part was when she's running through the, when she's running through the woods. I actually recognized her voice before I saw her face, and I was like, Oh my God, Ashley Johnson's playing the mom, because it was pretty obvious since she was pregnant. I was like, I saw where this was going, you know, even though not knowing beforehand that they were going to mm-hmm. do this. But I was like, oh, my God, it's Ashley Johnson. Like, you know, she, I, didn't even, I never even thought about her having a cameo in the show, considering pretty much, a, a, you know, a there bunch of the other the voice actors have had, have had cameos. So I was, when, I, when I heard her, her voice, I was like, I was like, oh, shit, it's Ashley Johnson. And, and it's funny because the reason I recognize her voice is because she does, um, there's a show on Amazon called Vox Machina, and she does one of the characters on the show, and um, that's why oh I recognize her voice from watching Vox Machina. She does a lot of voice what work. Is she, so. What is she so. from? I was thinking she was from Kyle XY. I guess she wasn't. I don't know what I know oh, her from. No, it's something. But anyway, I don't know. Um, I was thinking, but anyway, um, does she do? She only does Ellie in the first game, though, right? Or am I wrong with that? No, she does both, that, both games. Okay, because I thought the one that played, I'm mixing up video games, because I thought it was somebody else that did the voice of Ellie in the second game. Nope. But she does look, um, go back to what you're saying, she does look a lot. 
around. Yeah. So in fact, for a second, yeah. I was like, I, for a second, I was like, is Ellie having a nightmare? Is Ellie like dreaming? What would happen if she like what? And then, and then, you know, it comes into focus and you figure it out. Um, I mean, I did think that baby was born crazy fat, like her water broke, and then. She, like yeah, she's while she's fighting, while she's fighting an infected person, the baby pops out with no like almost. She had like three contractions, and poof, the baby shoots out during a fight. Yeah, mm. um, the baby came crazy fast, and I guess we learned that like cordyceps, like you know, it it if you get bitten, it goes into the baby. It, like it, you know, crossing the placenta goes into the baby very quickly, um, as quickly as like drugs do or whatever. And you know, if you uh. But I think you're right that once Ellie didn't turn right away, Marlene figured, Marlene just accepted that the mother had been telling the truth. Her, Annie, her friend had been telling the truth, and it was only somehow she, I think that she found out that, I think she found out long after the fact that Ellie had been bitten. Not long, but like days, weeks. I mean, it's pretty well healed. The cut is, the bite is very well healed. That's when we why I never Ellie chained up in the hallway. Why, like Joel and, and uh, what's her face had a hard time believing it because that was what I would automatically think. It looks healed. It isn't a day old, clearly. But um, I got the impression from what Ellie said before, though, and how she was chained up. I got the impression that Marlene found her right after and chose not to kill her. That, but I mean, it's extremely I hard to believe that Marlene would do that. Yeah, because there was this whole thing about she's like, I didn't kill you. You know, like, why would she say that unless she knew, it, like, because if she found her and she knew it was like a month after she was bit, then she would have no reason to be scared of her. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. know. I mean, I guess there's the possibility that Marlene, there's a possibility that Marlene suspected her whole life or had her tested as a baby or had the well, had Cedra think, like draw her blood or something? That's maybe. all possible. I, mean, I would think, or you know what, they might have at some point checked her and saw like on the scanner thing she was infected. But I would think it's possible that she could have thought that she did get bit before she cut the umbilical cord, but it just didn't like affect her in utero. But she'd have no reason to think she was necessarily immune. Um, but um, I'm I've kind of been waiting to talk about the whole idea of, of Joel's choice. That's, that's what I think is like, is interesting. It's to me, like it's something to really talk about. Um, because what, I, that I think he chooses she, not to let her get killed. It's, yeah, there's not a cho- was, there's well, no choice. I was having, cause I was having this discussion and well, I wonder, well, okay. and like, I think maybe, uh, cause, because this is what, what I say. And I don't know if it's because like, I watch a lot of shows like this, or it's because, like, I'm partially a logical person. But I see it, and I can mm. see both sides. But I can see, like, that he should have let her die. And I say, could I have done it? No. I would have done the exact same thing he did. But I would have felt like that wasn't the right – like, I would have done that. But at the same time, I would have felt like that was not the right decision. And we get into this conversation of – you know, how much is one life worth? Like, that, he loves her, and it's worth it to him, but to sacrifice the whole world for one person is not necessarily the right choice, which I think is very interesting in, in that sense. Like, what would you do? I think that maybe 
what he should have done was given her the choice since it was I don't her. think there's but Marlene's right Jamie, she would have totally chosen it I don't think there's any parent on this planet that would do anything no different. no I mean I'm not I'm not disagreeing with that and I said I would have done the exact same thing but logically I can understand is that the right moral thing you should do like I would feel like guilty like I could have saved the whole world and I chose my love over that. It doesn't make it wrong. It doesn't make it right. I'm just saying. I just well, think it's like an interesting topic. Well, I don't know. AJ, AJ, and, and, you're, and you're right. I'm also and you're right. That is, the, that is the million-dollar question. I mean, anytime a situation like this comes up, I mean, I always go to the same spot I always do. I always go to Spock. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few, you know, and – were they making the right choice for humanity? Yes. Did Joel make the right choice? Absolutely. I would have made the same choice as Joel. There's no yeah, question I about that. Yeah, I would have made the same choice too. Um, it doesn't mean you know, but but it really is. <clears throat> it, it, it's it's one of those arguments that nobody's right and nobody's wrong. You know, right, exactly. it's, it's it's there's no answer. Well, there's yeah. no right answer yeah. to that. You know, yeah, they are so wrong. They are, no, they are wrong. They are wrong. Because Ellie did not give informed consent, and if Joel, you know, on the, on the HBO after show, they tried to tell us that if Ellie had given the choice, she would have chosen to die, which I'm not sure I believe that, but they say it's what Ellie would have, it's what Ellie would have wanted, and like Joel took it away from her, um, and I don't, I don't really know that I believe the character that See, I saw on the screen would have made that choice. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry, and go ahead. there's also the part where they make no effort to try anything else except cutting yeah, her brain I, I out. Like, that, they didn't yeah. even try I anything. Like, Joel's absolutely that. right. Right, but, but if you think about it, you're right. If you go by that, he's absolutely right because there's other things they could have done. But if, if you look at it as there was no other option and it was black or white, which it isn't, but I'm saying, if you look at it as he had to make a choice, yes or no. I always think, like I say about the other side, like I think <clears> of... What if I was the other side? Like, if I was somebody who had a dying family member and thought Ellie could save them, would you then think that it's the correct thing to kill that person? Because now it's to save the person you love. And that's why it's like, it, it, it's just it's a big mess. But I'm just saying, like, it's, it's well, you know interesting what? to think about. But, but they should have done more. Here's, but again, it is a video. I'm, I- well, suppose I'm going well, Go to give you. I want to give you a quote real quick. the The voice actor for Joel in an interview was asked about this, and they said, you know, being that you played Joel in the game and everything, blah blah. Um, what's your opinion on the choice that he makes to save Ellie instead of saving the world? And his response was, Joel did save the world. He saved his world. That's true. So it all de- it it all depends on which side. Uh, and Jamie, you get a great point. You know, if this person can save your person, what choice do you make? It depends on which side you're sitting on. I mean, I completely agree with Joel saving Ellie because a, yeah, a she was lied to, she was she was she was lied to, and not told what was actually going to happen. She thinks she's going to go and have some blood taken and, and save the world. They don't tell her we're taking your brain out and you're going to die. Um, they didn't, like Karen said, they didn't try anything else. They didn't think, I mean, I'm assuming that maybe they've been dissecting some clickers and seeing how things work, and this is the conclusion yeah, they've come to, but they didn't even try anything else. They could have tried other things before coming to this conclusion, 
you know. Yeah, or just made it look like they did anyway. You know, I mean, in, in, in the general logical concept of sacrificing one person to save the world, yes, I could see that argument. But in the human being side of things, absolutely not. Not the way they were going about it. The way they, it was presented to us and the way they went about it, Joel makes the only choice you can make. And I would have made the same you know, one. Yeah, I, I, that's what I said, too. I would have made the same choice, too. I'm just saying that I, I could see, like, why it would be hard, like, why you would at the same time feel wrong. But, Karen, I want to ask you, so you don't think that she would choose that. You don't? Because she would be uh, why, saving why? Joel, too. I, I, I'm just, just curious. You said you don't think that Ellie would make that choice if she knew. I think uh, it right. certainly doesn't. It certainly doesn't seem to me to be so obvious that the people. I mean, I so I get it that Druckmann and what's his name they wrote the story so they can say if they think the character they created would have made that choice. But I personally don't know that what I saw on screen was a person who would do that. I mean, you know, we're talking. Look, look, the previous episode we had a guy Joel who was like super tough, and he's talking about how he's so depressed and he wanted to kill himself. And at the last second, his hand flinched, and he didn't kill himself, right? At the last second, he wanted to live. He didn't want to die. And I just, mm-hmm. um, right? Uh, ooh, we have a lot of background noise going on in someone's house. Um, Sorry, I was I, getting a drink. Oh, well, you're entitled to drink, certainly. Don't be parched. Um, I, I just don't know that what I saw on the screen was a person who was intending to sacrifice her own life for – and I don't know that the people that Ellie has seen on her trek from Boston to Seattle are people who deserve to be saved, necessarily. Uh, and I don't know after you make that trip, you necessarily want to kill yourself to see. I don't know. You know, well, I think also Ellie. I, I think also Ellie is in a maybe after almost being raped and murdering a man is in a very depressed state and perhaps is not in the right frame of mind to give consent to having her brain removed. Um, <laughs> right. You're not like, wrong. She's not emotionally I, and mentally in that. Like it's just everything's wrong about it. It's not. It's not a valid question yeah. because it wasn't a. This is a. This is a trick question asked. in this show. Yeah. It's not a. I will say one thing. Adult. A child can. You know, in in the real world, a child can't make that decision. Sure. Go ahead. I will. I will say this though. I. I. You know. I don't think we're ever going to find out what Ellie would have chosen. I mean, unless her and Joel have a conversation later, because she clearly knows he's lying to her. She doesn't know the whole extent. She knows he's lying to her, but she's going to let it, you know, let the situation go for the time being. We don't know what's going to happen next season, if they're going to have a conversation or not. But the one reason I do say that I think there's a part of her that definitely would have said, let's do it simply because when Joel says, you know what? let's go back to Tommy. Let's, let's go back to the town. Let's forget all of this. Let's just go back. Let's just have a life together, you know, and forget, and forget all this. And she said, and she, you know, she says, you know, we have to continue. We have to find the fireflies because otherwise what's the point of all this? What did we do all this? Why everything we've been through, what is the point if we don't finish what we started? That's the only reason I think there's a possibility. That's the only reason other than that. Now, and, and, and Karen, you brought up a lot of good points because everything that's happened to her up to this point, who knows, you know, presented with that, what her choice would be. And, and like I said, we might not ever find out, and it might not even matter. Right. But, that, yeah. but that's what I get it, too, though. I say that, you know, she would be, like, I think that she would look at it 
also as she was saving Joel because he wouldn't wouldn't be in that world anymore. Now, would she? Uh, well, away, Joel, Joel is the one person who least needs to be saved in the. If anyone's not going to get bit ever, yeah. I mean, maybe he eventually <laughs> would. But Joel is the most baddest person ever. That's like true. Joel is the least vulnerable person. That's true. But no, um, I'm just saying from Ellie's point of view, I think that she would would see it that way. I don't know. That's just my opinion. But but yeah, I don't think we're ever going to find out, and I don't think they're going to discuss it. Maybe eventually they might. I don't know. Um, no, no, I mean, I do think she trusts him. I do think she trusts him. And if he, he lied to her, oh, yeah. and she knows he lied, but she yeah, trusts she that he, she, she trusts him to have made the right, she trusts him to have made the right choice in that decision, I think. That, that's a fair way to look at it. I, I would agree with that. What, yeah, regardless absolutely. that he lied, she believes he did what was right, um, what he would, would choose. So, yeah. Yeah. There's that. Um, so, hey, yeah, guys, I, you know, I just, I just thought of something. Are. Yeah, you know, this this we're having a conversation about a TV show based on a video game, and this is like probably been one of the most in depth and best conversations we've had about a situation in forever. And we have other shows we talk about that are original concepts that we we blast through in five minutes because there's nothing deep. <laughs> there's nothing yeah. Deep. Yep. And that's that's why it's so many words and everything. Just goes to just goes just goes to show good storytelling can come from anywhere, and that's and I think and that's and I think that's what's lacking from a lot of overall TV in general these days is good just just good storytelling, you know. Yeah, making characters that we give a shit, you know, having characters that we care about, and that we can have a conversation like this. Relatively short season too. And I think yeah, that nine episodes. clearly, and clearly, you don't have to have seen the game to give a shit about them. No. Yeah. No. Now, All right. Well, be, pre- be prepared to wait two years for the next show, at least. Right? Why does everybody keep saying that? I, I hate, you know, all you people saying two years, shush. It's not going to take two years. And I actually had an ar- argument. I had a discussion. I had a discussion with Artie about this tonight. I'm like, you know. I don't like this, this whole streaming thing and, and the way t- the world's changing a little bit. You know what? Because how many years, for how long have we had TV shows? And, and some of them, high, you know, some of them high concept. And like clockwork, every fall, you know, every fall we had a new season. You know, Lost had, you know, some pretty, some decent special effects and they had a big budget and everything. We didn't have to wait two years for Lost. You know, because it took longer to do this, that, or the other thing. We had a season every single year. These shows like Stranger Things and, you know, possibly now The Last of Us and, you know, and other shows like that. All right. I don't understand why it's taking so long to do some of these. I feel like the studios. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. I feel like the studios are giving them too much leeway to get the job done when the job can clearly be done in a certain amount of time. It's like, they're, I just feel like they're giving them too much time. I agree with you. I don't what understand I why it takes so long. This though, yes. is my question. Would you rather them have it in a year and rush it and not do it right though? We wouldn't rather that. So I'm, I agree with you. They should be able to do it, but the way things are now, no. they don't. Oh my God. I can't believe that you would even say that either one of you. 
You're talking about an era of television when the characters had a multi-year contract, four, five, six, seven years, however long the show goes, they're stuck with it, they can't get out of it. You're talking about a writer's room that immediately went to work writing it. Like the, the model now is that the actors might have a one-year contract and then they're off at, like in making the Mandalorian in between and they can't come back. And the, the, sometimes they don't get renewed until after the show is already over and they haven't even started writing anything yet. Like sometimes they don't renew the show till after season one. Well, like Stranger Things, renewed. every year, every year Stranger Things they would like start writing after it was already over. Like, on the show, like, old-timey shows, they would finish and, like, already be writing, like, the next season already, right? Like, they'd be – sometimes they'd be shooting yeah. the next season before they'd aired the, what, you you know, your 22 episode had aired. It's a completely different – like, nobody That's is true, locked up and going right to work on the next thing. Why not? I know. I have a problem with that. <laughs> also, also, do you think – how long – like, back then you could shoot an episode in, like, Four days. These episodes of the last ones probably take like two weeks to shoot one of them. Like it's like twenty million dollars an episode is being spent. It took I, I, I on one of these um on one of these after shows they talked about an episode that took like three weeks to film like one sequence. Uh, but it's maybe it's not already this show. Written, maybe it's another I show. Like there's probably enough written they could okay. have Well, the video I, game I is written. Have... In this case, the video game is written. Yeah. Well, but I, I, I do have even the TV script is probably. Right. I, I I do have a small rebuttal to what you, I understand what you're saying, Karen, but I do have a rebuttal to it, and that is the expanse. And the only reason we had to wait a little longer for uh, season what three and four is because it switched networks. That's the yeah. only reason we had to wait. Yeah. Otherwise, we had expanse every single. Year. There was no two year gap. There was no over you know, eighteen month gap. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, and that I, was a very well-done show <laughs> with lots it of was. special effects. I, it was. You're right. I got a response to Jamie, though. I heard you say, like, the script is probably written. People do not start writing yeah. a script until they are being paid to write the script, unless it's a spec script. Like, the writer's room does not go back to work until they are, like, renewed and on contract and they're yeah, being they paid by the studio. Yeah, but they the second episode aired. They already know they're coming back. Yeah. That was my point. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they're being paid to write yet. I guess the network that's true. We saying don't know. you're renewed they doesn't mean they the next day hand you forty five million dollars and say start paying your writers to write. Right? You might have to wait till the next fiscal year to get that money. I guess. But it's I, kind I of already that's... written because if they stick if they but, stick to the game, it's kind of already written. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't really know. I don't know about TV. I'm just I mean, trying to be different. a devil's advocate in defense of the television no, model it. not being what it was 20 years ago. And that these things take way longer. And yes, then you have Pedro Pascal has to go make two seasons of The Mandalorian and do a crossover with Boba Fett for a while. And maybe you just can't get him on set for a while. But see, I, I, do think, I mean... I, and I do... Part of my argument they're too is... Writing, no, that they're already writing season four of Mandalorian, actually. Yeah, I heard that too. See, the, the uh, part of that whole thing that I have the problem with is because I hate this this trend that we're falling into with this because I feel like it's intentional for the hype. I think it, I feel like oh, it's yeah. the James Cameron. It's the James Cameron model. Oh. Avatar took me 10 years to make because the technology wasn't there yet, and then another 10 years to make part two. 
Really? Yeah, one other week. That's <laughs> pro- good. That's I have such a problem with that. <laughs> yeah. You know, I feel like part mm-hmm. of it is the hype. You know, I mean, you know, we had this last season of Stranger Things. Netflix tried something new. They said, okay, here's the first eight episodes or first seven episodes, and then in a month you can watch the second, you know, the next two or whatever. I don't remember exactly how many there were, but, you know, it, it's it's a hype thing now that they're doing, you know, especially when they have a show that's now, really that good. What do you mean? Oh, wait, Stranger that's Things? Right. That's, what? That was oh, done. Right. We're we, waiting for we, season we, five we, now. Oh, season five. Okay, I, I thought you meant, never mind. Yeah, right. I forgot they split it. I was We're waiting for Manifest. Half. Wait right. second half of Manifest, though. <laughs> yes, that we are meeting for. But yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I I'm pretty. I'm guessing that like Manifest is probably done. But I oh, agree. that was all I shot. I thought it shot. I see no. Yeah. Yeah, that's shot. Probably. Definitely, it's shot. It's it's like been out there that it's shot. Oh okay. Yeah. It's been it's I'm been in the car. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. They can so, pump Marvel movies out as quick as they can. I think they can give us another season of Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way I'm looking at it. It's a, it's a little yeah. different. It's a little different, but, but I, I understand your argument there. The yeah. Last of Us is a lot better than the Marvel movies, a bit, but that's a whole Marvel Marvel well, seems quick because totally there's a lot of them. But any given yeah, movie takes like three or four years. Yeah. It just seems yeah. quick because there's all these different movies coming out. I know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Uh, well, at any rate, I mean, anyway, season, I really yeah. liked it. I haven't really heard of anyone who didn't. People complain about little things, but nobody, like, didn't like this season. They'll probably win yeah. a bunch of Emmys. Um, probably. Uh, all right. All right. So, should we talk about the other show where Pedro Pascal adopts a foundling? Yes. Well, uh, I which Jamie, which Jamie, which Jamie that. hasn't seen, so Jamie, we're going to say goodnight to Jamie. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, um, I was trying to see, I was going to get the date on that, but um, the other things I was just going to mention, the other things I, I have seen that are coming oh, that are really good um, is uh, Shadow and Bone, season two, is to come soon. Oh yeah, it starts. Soon. Oh yeah, that's what I was doing. I don't I was have that look channel. I don't have it in front of me. Um, and uh, the other show that I saw is uh, Rabbit Hole, which is Paramount Plus. On March How'd you like 26. that? I want to I want to see I that. Really How'd you like it. it? I really liked it. Unfortunately, they did not send the whole season. But I really liked it so far. I want the rest of it, damn it. That's the one bad thing about screeners is you get to see it all at once, and then it makes it worse because you've got to wait 10 years. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I really liked it. I think it's really good. Um, I mean, I figured it would be, but I, it's different than I expected it to be, I guess. But, um, unfortunately could not get Kiefer. I, tr- I tried to, I tried to hopefully get Kiefer. I was going to, I was hoping to tell Karen, Hey, I got a round table. But no, he didn't do yeah. the round table. Did not. So we'll, just, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk about, we'll talk about this, uh, later on off, off air, but Shadow and Bone starts Thursday. And the whole season drops, so we got to figure out how many we're going to do and whatnot per yeah. week. Well, I've seen it, so it's up to you guys. Well, yeah. But okay. I'm waiting. All right. I hope it's been renewed for season three, or it's not. It's not for sure. I have yet. no idea. I, um, I don't know. And I, I don't know. do hope they continue it. But okay. All right. Well, I'm going to go. Have a good night, guys, and I will talk to you. Good night. Bye bye. Good night. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
So Mandalorian. Uh, so we. The Mandalorian is back. Yay. Little baby Yoda is back. Um, (laughs) I did read a season two recap and like a top questions to remember before we go into season three kind of thing, just to prep myself because the Mandalorian, we have the Mandalorian left there, I think in 2020, we saw the Mandalorian. It just feels, we got those bonus episodes of Boba Fett, right? Um, But it's been a long time. And I was kind of glad I did, so I had, like, Bo-Katan and the Darksaber and all that stuff, like, fresh in my mind. Um, and, you know, everything that happened, like, you know, the legends of Mandalore and all that. Um, I mean, I, I thought it was good, right? It, it seems these first two episodes seem to be in the same model as, like, you know, Man Din has one like he had one job which was to take the child home and then every week is another detour along the way and this sort of set up that way in the beginning like everything was a detour on the way to um to get to Mandalore even though it's only two episodes right um uh and you know everybody everybody's back all the characters we've already seen like pretty much all the characters came back in the first episode right like Mando made the rounds and checked in on everybody almost um, uh, except for Timothy Oliphant in the, you know, um, in this episode. So I thought it was good. Uh, I do have a, uh, let me stop there. Cause I have a couple questions I want to ask you, uh, about stuff, but let me let you jump in on what you saw and what you thought in these first two episodes. You know, what's funny is I hadn't really thought about it until this episode started, but if somebody who watches Mandalorian didn't watch Boba Fett, they were probably wondering how the hell Grogu was back with, with Mando. <laughs> yeah. Oh, his last scene with Luke Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I, I like, I almost about, I was like, wait a minute. Um, but honestly, I, first of all, I was disappointed that the, the premiere was only 35 minutes. Um, yeah. secondly, I actually, I felt for a premiere, it was very boring. I mean, you know, I was excited to have it back and everything, and I felt like nothing happened in the first episode. Um, it was just, it was kind of boring. Um, second episode was much, much better. I really enjoyed the second episode. Because um, the first episode was I liked, too much uh, like, let me fly it. Yeah, like, I, I, well, it's just, it's just, let me fly around and visit my friends kind of thing. Pretty, pretty much, you know. I mean, they made a point to talk about why, uh <clears throat> Uh, uh, oh Jesus! What's her name? Cara, Cara Dune. Um, they made a point yeah. to say why she wasn't there, and yeah, um, you know everything. It just, you know, I mean, he had a point for going there. He want he needed the 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 droid, um, which was now a statue, um, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, and I I you know I always enjoy the scene with uh, Amy Sedaris. Those are always quite entertaining. Um, but you know, overall, I just, I just, I, I don't know. I just felt like the premiere fell flat. It's the premiere of the Mandalorian, and you, you know, that's a good way to put it. He just flew around saying hi to his friends, and saying, "Look what I got back. Here's Grogu." You know, um, second episode obviously I, it was much, much better. I really enjoyed the second episode, and I, I like any time Bo-Katan's around. Um, you know, so uh, oh, and. Uh, you'll get a kick out of this I mean, little, little story. 
So Artie starts mm-hmm. th- Artie starts thinking, and he's like, you know, he says something to Damien about how Bo-Katan should be like 60, and I'm like, dude, you need to check your math. Um, you know, I'm like, she was in her 20s in Clone Wars. Do the math. I, I was like, she's like my age. And, and, yeah. and Damon goes, Damon goes, so she's like 50-something? And I just looked at him. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> you know. I was like, not yet. No. <laughs> Meanwhile, he goes, uh, he goes around telling Alyssa, tell him, tell, you know, anytime he's talking to Alyssa about her age or anything, he's like, you're like 30-something, right, Mom? I'm like, you know, kid, <laughs> telling mom she looks younger older. and dad that he looks older. I think but anyway. he's 20 years older than, than mom. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Um, that's because uh, maybe mom so. is um, covering her gray. Um, no, AJ, she would you? She's funny, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> would, you, would you be able to feel better about it if, if like maybe you didn't think of it as a season premiere, maybe maybe Boba Fett was the season the next premiere chapter. of Mandalorian, right? Maybe the season premiere was you know what, in it, Boba Fett when he gets boring. the child back. What? I, I, I could look boring? at that. I could look at it that way. It's still a, it's still a boring episode. <laughs> just, oh, okay. Yeah. Nothing happened. All right. It's just okay. it's just a boring episode. It wasn't a bad I mean, episode. He, it was just a boring episode. It was just it was yeah. disappointing. I guess. There was not a lot of action, except, like, the, the main action was the Mandalorians fighting a giant crocodile. Um, and then all of a sudden... That was the coolest man, part. Man, that was actually the... Yeah. One second. That was, that was the coolest part of the episode. And actually, I got to say, I like the way they did that to start, because uh-huh. you're not sure uh-huh. if it's a flashback or not. At least I felt that way. Right. Like you're I sitting, felt the same I'm way. I'm sitting there watching going, you thought that was Mando at first, right? That was mm-hmm. Din. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I thought that was Din because you don't have any like. We know he took the helmet as a child, and we don't have any like. There's no cues there to, to like. You know, all these right. planets look the same, and <laughs> you yeah. don't know how long ago that might have been. Um. Yeah, it was a good fake out. That was really well done. And yeah. then it starts to become clear, and then Mando drops out of the sky and blasts it. I felt kind of sorry for it. Uh, I was like, why can't, <laughs> why can't Grogu comment to mind like he did with the Rancor in Boba Fett, right? Yeah. Like, he made that giant beast, like, calm himself. Although he had to stand right in front. Like, that thing would have smashed Grogu pretty fast. The other one. In the second episode, you know something I, I, I really like that they've done? Is they've is how inept Din is with the, with the Darksaber. Like he is—he's great oh, with yeah. a blaster. He—he he is awful with a sword. He the the, the dark saber. He is just terrible with that thing. Like he just doesn't have the skill set. So that's why when uh, Bo Katan gets it in the second episode, I, it was like night and day. And it's like she's got to get it back. There's got to be some kind of loophole for her to have that damn dark saber back and without killing him or beating him in battle. I mean, I shouldn't even have to kill him. I think they just had to fight in battle to get it. You have to, yeah. It's, maybe it it's is. like Harry Potter is with the yeah. wands. Like, you have to disarm. In yeah. Harry, you know, in Harry Potter, if you disarm the wizard, now the wand might listen to yeah. you. They belong to you. You don't have to kill them. You have to disarm them. But Bo-Katan, right. Bo, Bo- she never won the Darksaber in battle in the first place. It never really, like, she never 
like like a wand. It never well, belonged to her, right? Like she never wanted yeah, that the metal was, to begin with. That whole thing was convoluted because um, um, Sabine gave it to her mother, who in turn get and Bo-Katan basically got it when her sister when her sister died, and then um, Darth Maul took it from her. That's how she lost it to begin right. with. So, so and, it's, it's and, a whole convoluted thing. She did seem to enjoy reminding us about ten times in this episode that she was Mandalorian royalty, um, and she was Mandalorian yeah. family, the royal family, and like this is how. So that's how it came to her. She inherited it. Um, it also is very convenient. So the dark saber shows just was to win it in battle, and then people follow or whatever. It's very convenient that she doesn't believe in any of the traditions or myths or legends of of the planet. Except for right? that part. Like she's from the royal. Except for being royal, <laughs> right? Well, actually, it's, it's, it's different clans over the time that their belief system changed, and you know, and and this. Well, see, I don't know what they're going to give us on the show, but and I understand what you're saying. It's kind of funny. She's part of the royal family, but she doesn't believe the same thing that Din believes. <laughs> yeah, he's in what are they called? The children like, of the watch. Yeah, it's 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 like any, you know, evolution of of any religion, you know, cause that's the other thing. Yeah. I, I don't know if you know this or any uh, Mandalorians, it, it's not a race. It's a religion. Like, it's not like, they're not like a species, yeah. like, like, um, like for example, Han Solo, while humanoid, he's a Karelian. He's from the, you know, he's from the planet Karelia. Yeah. So he's a Karelian. Whereas yeah. Mandalorians aren't, you know, they're not like, a specific. It's not a nationality or a. Pl- it's not a. Na- thank like you. Yeah, that was the word I was for. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, it's like the common misconception you know where people think you know some. I I know people that think that Judaism is a nationality, <laughs> and they don't realize it's a religion, and anybody can be Jewish. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and and that's what Mandal and that's a common misconception with with Mandalore. That it's a religion, but. Yeah. But she's the so she's like of the royal family in the way that in some in some countries, you know, or the way the the way like many emperors were thought to be like it was God's will that they became, you know, like like right. Louis the Fourteenth, the Sun King, or the or the Japanese emperors were like descend you know, people were descended from the gods or not that descended from the gods, but that it's you know, religion is tied up in some royal families in some yeah. countries, and it's thought to be God's will. So that's kind of maybe. And then, like, Din is in a different, a, a much more traditional, ancient sect of the religion, I guess. Yes. She's like, you guys, because yeah. Bo Katan is like, you guys in your costumes, you, you know, nobody believes it anymore yeah. except you freaks. Um, yeah, pretty much. And they had gone off planet when the disaster happened. And conveniently, yeah. you know, um, run around. Unfortunately, but I do like unfortunately, her. Yeah, unfortunately, a lot of the stuff that I know about Mandalorians is all in quote unquote the legends. You know, it's it's in an expanded yeah. universe, so who knows how much of it yeah. or how it's ever gonna play out in the actual canon universe. But it's still fun stuff to know. Disney, some of it plays in, and then sometimes Disney just eliminates some of it and retcons it, and that's it. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I like them together. I like, you know, it's nice to see. I mean, it's always nice when Mando picks up a sidekick for an episode or two. Um, and, you know, in this case, you know, it's a person who he has some conflict with, but also some real connection with. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, so that was a good episode. And, you know, I had a lot of time to worry about Grogu, even though do I think Grogu's ever going to get killed? No. But I'm like, oh, my God, He's pod. why are you flying around down there in that little pod? You're going to get, you know, with these, like, <laughs> cave people that somehow survived the planet being bombed with smithereens. Um, and so this is taking me to down in the water. Um, which, by the way, nobody in Star Wars should ever go walking around in a pond because they always get grabbed by a monster that lives in the pond, right? Yeah. But you think, that's the that's the mythosaur down there, you think, huh? Or it's just a – or is that not even – is a mythosaur even like – I think that might – I mean, I'm waiting to see the mythosaur down there. That's definitely going to happen. Just, I feel like we, if I don't see Mando riding on a mythosaur this season, I'll be kind of surprised. Um, and – that we didn't really once they pop out of the water, we did. Is that was at the end when they pop out of the? There was not much after that. Yeah, we didn't see. It pops out, we get credit, right? Yeah, they pop out of the water, we get credit. So we didn't. Even I was see mad. I was like, being like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, son yeah. of a bitch, <laughs> right? Because I, 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 like the next thing out of my mouth has to be like, oh my god, I think that was a mythosaur. Holy shit, I thought they were like extinct, and that would maybe rock her whole entire like belief system, right? Yeah, I yeah. was pissed about that too. Yeah, they 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 they're both gonna. Well, I mean, and it's you know obviously it's intentional, but you know it's it's one of yeah. those good cliffhanger yeah. endings, you know. It's like you yeah. know it's gonna end there, yeah. but you're mad at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, That's something this show does really well. Is 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 the abrupt endings like that? The show do. actually does they that do really well. well. Yeah, yeah. So. I don't know. Have you heard of Timothy Oliphant was back this season? Because his, his name is Marshall Cobb. Um, I just I felt like when Carl Weathers was talking about needing a Marshall so bad, and I'm waiting for Mando to be like, oh, I got one sitting in a back this tank back on Tatooine. Let me go get him for you. Yeah, I, I, I feel like the next time we – now, there's a rumor that they're, they've started filming Boba Fett season two. There's nothing official uh, that I've heard. Right, just uh, a rumor. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like if we see Timothy Oliphant again, it's gonna be in Boba Fett. Because I think he's yeah. gonna take over Tatooine and so that Boba can get off planet. Yeah. Yeah, he's gotta be you're right. Gotta be holding down the fort over there. Um yeah. I just felt like the talk so. of I, I need a marshal. Yeah, I think the talk of a marshal was just him trying to get, Bo- you know, didn't to stay. Trying to get um, Mando to stay, yeah. Yeah, and that, and that, it's just simple as that. And then going, no, I can't. Sorry, I have adventures mm-hmm. to take. Yeah, with my yeah. little green friend. Yeah. Who steals every scene that he's in. Well, yeah. Puppets yeah. do that. Well, I mean, I, and I think we're <laughs> waiting for some real development on him. Like, he... I mean, we expect I expect him to get more powerful. Like he gets more and more powerful all the time, right? Yeah. Slowly. I. Uh, but yeah, I personally, I want to know when he's going to start talking. 
I mean, I understand that his, you know, that their species lives a really long time. I mean, Yoda was 900 years old when he died, so I get it. But at what age do these creatures start speaking? Because uh, Grogu is like 50 years old. <laughs> it's like, like, what is that in, in human years? To, to, you know, what I mean, like, where is the comparison here? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, you're making me think now, when he talks, will he talk like Yoda or will he talk like Mando? Yeah. Because why would he learn to talk like Yoda if he's never been around Yoda, right? He's never been around anybody from his planet. Since, Fun since fact. Order 66. Yoda, and this is canon, Yoda only talks like that because Yoda's master, or, yeah, Yoda's mentor spoke like that. So when his master died prematurely, Yoda started to in the way of his master to honor him. Oh, really? Yes, that is so that is Grogu, something relatively it, new. Huh. Grogu is probably still going to have like that, like that. Their species has that raspy voice, but yeah. they don't all speak in the backwards speak that Yoda does. Backwards, they do not speak? There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, maybe he'll speak, right? We, he might speak this season. I don't know. He's still kind of a baby, but, I mean, if 900, you know, if, if you're going to be 900 years old, then, you know, uh at 50, yeah, he's like a exactly. five-year-old, right? Like, cut a zero mm. off everything. If, if Yoda's 90, then Grogu's five. Um, okay. And he should be talking if he's five. He should be talking. <laughs> he should be talking. He should be talking. Maybe he's traumatized uh, from Order 66. Um, Maybe. Anyway. Uh, I did read recently that, um, I did not know this, you probably know this, that it is George Lucas's wish that, like, Yoda's planet and race will never be revealed. Yes, I do know that. Yeah. Um, and while Disney doesn't have to do that, it is likely that they will respect that. But they'll probably do fine. the I same thing. I don't really care. No, yeah, 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 it's fine. Um, they'll probably do, like, a lot of, you know, different businesses do where they agree to something while the person's alive, and as soon as they die, they go against their wishes. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, like yeah. you know, like with, you know, the Jurassic Park and Jurassic World novels, like, they were never, like, after Michael Crichton, you know, died, they weren't supposed to make any more, and then somebody said, are you sure? Yeah, and then all of a sudden there's, like, like three that more. was, like, like, that was his, like, his dying wish. He's like, stop making these damn movies. And they said, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. Uh, oh, he flatlined? All right, start the next one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. But anyway, yeah. I digress. All right. Oh, so one more thing we're waiting for that I had forgotten yes. about until I watched a little okay. YouTube video. Uh, so remember when they captured um, Giancarlo Esposito? Gideon on the uh, yes. uh, uh, they captured him and they got the sword away from him and he'd been holding Grogu prisoner and he's like, you know what, whatever, Mando, you can have him. I already got what I wanted. I wanted his blood. I wanted to test his blood. So yeah. 
uh, they'll be trying to manufacture some uh, force-sensitive people. That probably we'll probably see that this season. They can't hold that off. So that's well. There's question. also a theory. There's another theory that Grogu has something to do with the cloning process that they're trying to replicate, which leads everyone uh, to believe that Grogu might, himself might be a clone. Be already a clone himself. Yeah, that's it's, again, it's a theory that I've read. Yeah. Everybody, a lot of a lot okay. of people think think that everything, a lot of the stuff we're seeing in Mandalorian, they think is going to tie into eventually tie into. Um, the the uh, sequel trilogy with Ray and everything, and the oh, whole thing with Palpatine yeah. and the clones, and I'm not sure how it's going to work. And we've already seen something about you know that, that is suspiciously clone-like when uh, last season when they were on. Oh, no, actually, it was Boba Fett, I think, wasn't it? When they went to that facility in the rocks. Oh yeah, yeah, that was in Boba Fett. Yeah, that was Boba Fett. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, again, just theories by, you know, people like you and me. Mm-hmm. But we'll see how it plays out. We'll see. All right. All right. So, well, all right. Keep, keep well, start. We'll a very, very, right. very, very fun fandom access this week. We did very good. We talked about 10 episodes of TV, something we have not done in a long time. <laughs> oh, my God. And we're only nine minutes past our time. <clears throat> So, and we and we did over, and we did so. pretty yeah we did pretty good and we covered everything we didn't even really shortchange anything had a very wonderful conversation about the Last of Us yeah so. we did that was a pretty great yeah um, all right okay so next week we will be back here next Tuesday um, yep with same shows you, except for one, the Last of Us well. Mm-hmm. Well, more we'll have the last of us, but we'll have Shadow and Bone in some form. Oh yeah, Shadow and Bone's back. So, all right. So, all right. Thank you everybody for listening. Have a great cool. week, and we'll talk to you later. All right. Have a good night, Karen. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.